of a madman bigot 104.4 fm radio the home of diagonal uh you know fake fictional country fictional radio station hey if everybody else is playing make-believe why can't we that's that's what i fight fire with fire fight crazy with other crazy they've got invented genders and <laughs> you know the oppression olympics everything is terrorism and you know so it's like well if we're, if we're just making stuff up now then fuck it why not you know i don't know how are you guys doing? It's Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. I guess. I mean, basically every day has felt the same now for about a year and a half, hasn't it? Yeah. Every day is exactly the same. Bobby Lee Swagger, how are you, man? First, you are. You are. You made it. You won tonight. Greg, congratulations. Uh, that username, I don't understand how to say. E-V-C-G and E-V-T-O-S. Evidence violates terms of service. Yeah, that's that's what it was, that channel. Hello, he says. Good to see you. Life's been extra lifey in the land of evidence violates uh, CG terms. Last couple months, Snoop Dogg may have money on his mind, but I have dumpsters on mine. Just like my heart rate, cholesterol, and blood pressure. <laughs> Dagalon is also rising. Cheers. Yeah. Ryan Dawson's got one of these coming in the mail. And uh, that's Triang Triangulon now is the alliance of Dagalon and whatever he wants to call it. I don't know. You go from, you know, uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong. South Korea, Japan, where Dawson is, and then up to Alaska. And then we've got our guys over here in Dagalon, and it creates this, you know. <laughs> We're taking it back. We're taking back the fucking triangle from the 
from the psychos. Um, it's the strongest shape in nature. You can't stop the triangle. Somebody said, obviously, it's better than a, than a circle. Circles are stupid. Circles are useless. There's, no, there's not a point on a circle. You can't use it as a weapon. I mean, hula hoops are circles, right? Whoop-dee-doo. No one's ever been afraid of a, of a, of a hula hoop. Sp triangles are like spearheads and arrowheads and, and shit, you know? It's, totally, it's a totally different thing, obviously, you know? And that's, you know, the circs are just, uh, they're terrible. They go around and around the circle of madness. You know, they start with, uh, we just want the tolerance and equality. And they end with, cut off your dicks and send your children to fucking LGBTQ sodomy class for six-year-olds. And we're going to have four-year-olds twerking in the streets to crowds of people. Why don't we tear down your statues and burn your phone? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Things got out of control there a little bit. Things got a little bit too. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, I think that went a little too far. Shields are sometimes circles. Yeah, but not really because it's got a thickness to it. And We don't even use shields because we're all about offense. Shields are stupid. Just hiding behind a shield. Gay. Stupid. Stupid. Kill everything. We just attack always, all the time. Oh, that's the only doctrine we have. Ruthless, unrelenting attack. And just, you know, our enemies will wither and die under relentless blows. What does David Goggins always say? Nothing in nature can, you can't resist anything that just never stops. Just never stops. It, you will always lose. It will, it will always win. The, th the force that never quits and always keeps attacking and always keeps coming and coming and coming and coming. Eventually you will, you'll succumb to that. And that's, you know, that's our, all of our doctrine. Uh, Greg Jeffrey says, let's fucking do this. Good idea. Let's do that. Thank you, man. Cam is key. It is what it is. I, I'm trying not to, I have, th you know, filler things i say it bugs me i notice it i don't like it but now that's one of them thank you for reminding me pumpkin launcher how are you man he says you know the point where the two diagonal lines meet is called the axis <laughs> well we tried that last time we're going with triangulon this time it's a try axis just uh, i don't know marketing remember i was talking about rebranding the other day like yeah we don't we're gonna rebrand it we're trying we're going with the triangle now okay we gave the axis thing a spin, and uh, I looked it up in a history book. I've never heard of it before, but I was like, what's the axis? Ooh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we want to. Well, we're just going to rebrand and move forward. All right, move on. We, we, need, to, we need to move on. Nor Northern Bigot says, you and Dawson should get together again and do a stream. We've done a few, and we should. He's just in a totally different. He's on the other side of the world. He's in Japan. Um, he wants to do a drunk history stream. And I'm like, well, we'll do that on your channel because I'll get banned on, on mine. For sure. And uh, I can't even say a lot of shit because I'm Canadian and I'm in Canada where it's illegal to even talk about certain things. You're, you're, it's literally illegal to have the wrong opinions about certain things. Not that I am one way or another. I'm just saying it like that's a crazy thing to acknowledge that you live in a country where it's like you better have the right opinion or we'll put you in jail. Like that's not a red flag to anybody. Like what? Who cares? Who cares what you fucking think about, <laughs> you know, especially common people. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just a private citizen. I'm nobody. What do you, what do you give a shit? You better not say the wrong things or we'll put you in prison. Yeah, I know they will. Uh, let's see. What are you guys doing over there on, uh, on, on YouTube? You watch the 6 p.m. news tonight and wanted to fall off something. A tall building, perhaps? Hey, just, just say that you're gay and then go to an Islamic country and they'll do that for you. They'll find a tall place to throw you the hell off of. That's uh, that's race. That's in the book. That's in the Quran. You you want to you want to do this? You really want to go that way? No, we love. I my liberal studies professor told me that that's not true. Oh, have you ever been to the Middle East? No, but I just assume. I'm just assuming it is. 
is truly an insane way of governing, says Molly. Everything we're doing is completely insane. Um, there's a big stink in my town over a shop refusing to make a drag queen cake. You know, again, you have to, they don't, they don't want equality. They want dominance. They want your submission. They want you to uh, give in to every single fucking demand, you know, and they're always they're complaining about we're oppressed. We're literally being genocided. It's literally like, oh my God. really, every single corporate entity in the world, media station, uh, government, academia, everything you could imagine is on your side and just ramming this shit down everyone's necks, to, you know, and somehow you're oppressed. I don't think you know what that word means. You know, um, I think you're narcissists. Many of you, most of you, maybe all of you, I don't know, but many of you for sure. Uh, and I think you, you want constant, I think you do a lot of this for attention and you've got, uh, you know, victim complexes and you just constantly want to be worshipped and praised all the time. And uh, you don't want to have to do anything for that either. You, you are your identity, these people. Uh, they're, they're sexual fucking perversion, identity, whatever it is. That's who they are as a person. You know, not what they've done with their life, their accomplishments, things they've achieved and built and created. No, it's just, I like to have dicks in me all the time. Like, that's me as a person. I'm like, that's okay. That's a fucking weird thing to be proud of. Like, wh who can't, what? You know, by that measure, then, you know, there's some porn stars that should probably be president if that's a virtue of any kind. Uh, you know, Jenna Jameson should be. When's her statue getting? I mean, she's had more things inside of her than. Uh, I. What am I, what are we talking about? What is, you know, we're not. I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know who that is. I'm a wholesome guy. I've never heard of this bitch before. <laughs> Sergeant Bears is rage. My travels have brought me outside of Diagolon's borders. It's a dark place. Everyone has a maxi pad on their face. They look at me like I'm crazy for naught, but none have the balls to tell me. Long live Diagolon. Fuck you, make me. Where, where, did, where did you go? You left the, the sacred... You've left the sacred grounds. Uh, CRJ says, M Delta, Sigma, Gamma, COVID variants. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Trust me. Yes, I can't wait. It's so funny. Also, a college frat house name. Probably... Uh, how are you guys doing? I, I know I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just wasting time and riffing around here until I decide, until I decide to think of something to say, essentially. I, I miss you. There's no rehearsal. There's no script. There's no, this is literally like you got trapped in an insane asylum with a crazy person and someone locked the door behind you. You can leave. You can press the X button whenever you want. But other, until then, you're just in here with me like, huh, he's insane. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, uh, Morales says, allowing free speech, according to my crystal ball, will show everyone exactly who you are. What are they afraid of? Being themselves? They're afraid of um, people basically saying what you're doing is fucking stupid and crazy. And they can't handle that because they're children. Um, you know, what's the big deal? What, you know, you know what I mean? You're worried about words and other people's opinions and thoughts. That's what universities and academia used to be. You go there and talk about whatever as crazy and as fucked up as you could imagine and it was like well this is the only way we're going to get to the bottom of things and we're going to allow all viewpoints to try and sift, sift through the shit and find the core of what's true so we can use that as a as a as a building block of our society and foundation of which we can you know build more things on top of because you need a solid base of reality and true this is objectively true or not this is true true it's not like well it depends no it doesn't depend there's real and there's not real there's true and there's not true like there's two genders okay i don't care what mental illness you have there's two sets of genitalia that's it there's not three there's not four there's not 16 there's two some people are not born foxes um yeah i'll show you this right now because uh before I before I forget, I don't. I I should have arranged this. I usually do, but today I was just like, you know what? I'm just not gonna do it. I'm gonna make everyone else suffer <laughs> because I'm lazy. Because I'm lazy. Where the hell is it? 
this this little kid, this girl is like four, twerking in the street. Like, I, I swear I have these and then I can't find them again. That's not it. I, I definitely, all right. Oh, there it is. So here you go. Viral video shows toddler twerking on the streets of New York City. Onlookers uh, encourage, encourage and applaud. Check it out. We all need this confidence in life. This kid's like five, four. I'm not playing it anymore. It goes on and on. Um, somebody said something. There's a funny tweet here. Oh, maybe I can't find it now. It was, uh, oh, Matt Walsh. Yeah, there it is. Elect me president, and my one pledge is that I will have every adult involved with this kind of shit arrested. I have no other plans, just that. Um, that's what they identify as, and that's, you know, consent to the children. Children don't know anything. They're born with literally nothing in their head at all, other than feed me or I'll die. That's the only thing they know, is that they need food. That's it. They don't know how to do anything else. They shit themselves. They don't know how to do anything. They're useless. Human babies are useless. They can't do anything. They need constant. This is one of the only things in nature that's like that, right? You know, birds need a little bit of attention, but after a few weeks, they're flying around. You know, humans are like, ba you know, it's fucking Jesus Christ. It's like eight or nine years before you can even reliably leave them alone for a few hours and be like, they probably won't kill themselves. By, you know, at least, you know, and they can't really, they're not even fully developed for goddamn 20 years, 25 years. Kids don't, uh, they, they want the approval of their, of, of their adults, of their parents primarily, but they, they want to feel accepted and that they're doing a good job. That's really all they care. They want to feel loved and like, I'm doing good, right, daddy? Like, this is good, yeah? So if you encourage them to wear dresses and, you know, love Disney princesses and like, that's what they're going to want to do to please you because they think that's what they're supposed to do. It's not what they inherently like. I, I've seen it happen. I have young kids, all right? I see, and I know there's a family that I know that is doing this to their son, and it's, you know, uh, you know, wearing the rainbow pants and all the, you know, unicorns and, the, you know, <laughs> feminism. And then he, you know, plays with the other boys and he, and then all, the, just, then he likes trucks and Batman and, you know, <laughs> it's weird how that kind of works. But, uh, you know, pick, which one do you think they're encouraging? Uh, it's it's fucked up. It's like just be normal for fuck's sakes. And now it's uh, that that's not allowed to just say I'm super this super straight people. I'm a heterosexual man that is attracted to heterosexual attractive women, not big fat monster uh, creatures. Uh, where was that? Was that in uh, this Telegram channel? This thing is crazy. Um, just this. Oh, I know where it was. Fat phobia is racist. There's something like that. Not not wanting to have sex with fat women means you're because you're a white supremacist. I was like, what? Or it was because it was uh, they were shaming black people because black women are. F I I don't know. It's just the mental gymnastics that this fucking monstrosity was doing just to absolve itself of any responsibility that it is in fact responsible for the fact that it's a fat mess. Um, and, and no one else. here it is this is lovely i'm gonna save this and uh this will definitely cause me to drink so th there we go we'll watch this uh wonderful display of tolerance and progression and and the 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 upgrade of western and we're doing so much better everything is much better than it ever used to be guys clearly media bears here here's yes. a reminder that fat phobia you know media bear get a load of this you want to see some <laughs> have you cried today sir if you don't know who that is, Media Bear, check him out on YouTube. Hilarious parodies. Uh, you know, I hope you make some more. They're all, they're so good. 
Uh, where's my, uh, where's, where's the button? Get the button here. It already, I'm like, wow, she's hot, you know, clearly. Um, let's, let's listen to this. Uh, here's your reminder that fat phobia is rooted in racism. As always, if you haven't read this book, go do that. The main thing to understand is that for the last 300-ish years, white folks have been marketing fatness as a black trait. And this is regardless of whether or not black people individually were actually fat. That was irrelevant. The message they spread was that black women specifically were ravenous and uncontrollable, and these barbaric (laughs) traits made them fat. On the flip side, thinness was marketed as a white trait. Again, regardless of whether or not... Being fat is unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. And the the, the leading cause of death leading not like up number one heart disease heart disease kills more people than anything else being fat is a direct contributor to to more death than anything else cigarettes alcohol anything anything else that's why it's bad because it's a burden on our healthcare system we need more doctors we need more icu beds we need more you know treatment programs and transplants and people need diabetic medication that's why it's bad and you're gonna just do these mental gymnastics but like because because you could definitely you're definitely super healthy looking lady you're only 300 400 pounds or something right don't don't exercise don't take responsibility for the fact that you uh treat your body like a fucking dumping ground for coca-cola products don't no it's not it's it's racist now you you're not allowed to say that it's my fault because that would be racist oh my grow up you fucking infant individual white people were actually thin that was irrelevant the idea was that white women specifically were refined and restrained and another thing back then like there were no fat people like the, the, the time period she's talking about is like slave days and like the 1800s there were like virtually no fat people back then because there were no coke products there was no processed sugar there was no trans fats there was no mcdonald's of which you are clearly a frequent flyer you know none of that existed have you seen pictures of people there was basically almost no fat people in the world at all until like the 1950s that's this is a this 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 morbidly fucking grotesque thing here is a relatively new development in the human experience. Typically, before this, to even become this big gelatinous mass of uh, failure, you had to be quite rich to be able to afford to just eat so much. And again, no sugar, no you know, there's no Hershey bars or M and M's or Doritos or Netflix. How did you? It was an accomplishment. In fact. They would actually marry people off. He's like, that chick is overweight. Like, dude, marry that one. Sure, her dad is rich. Clearly. Who can afford to eat this much? You know? In the 1920s, like, it didn't have, Only rich people were fat. Now, almost only poor people are fat because there's no access to good food anymore. It's all full of shit and chemicals and garbage and McDonald's. You know what I mean? Now it's completely upside down. I'm rambling about nothing. We're just we're just trying to drink now, aren't we? Isn't that what I'm doing? And this led them to having delicate, thin bodies. Over the years, these messages have become more... No, healthy, strong bodies. Delicate, thin bodies. Thin, thin. Like, this woman has a complex, and she's con- taken to TikTok. Hannah talks bodies. Yeah, okay, Hannah. Subtle, but even today, they are still very prevalent in conversations around race, health, capitalism, and poverty. I've never heard this once. What? This is what happens when you don't leave your house, guys. Uh, you you develop psychoses, okay? You become uh, a, 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 a crusader for the for the gelatin, a gelatin crusader, if you will. 
or you become a Q-tard person. Hey, remember when I said it was the feds? Remember when I said QAnon is a fucking psyop? It's a military intelligence operation. This is tricking people into doing the government's bidding so they can later identify you as terrorists and round you up and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, the QAnon and the, the Capitol Hill thing was a setup and they brought, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Tucker Carlson's blew it wide open. Can't wait. I hate to say I told her so, but I don't anymore because now it's like I was trying to be polite about it for a while. I was like, well, you know, I mean, it's okay. You made a mistake. Now I'm just like, shut up. Shut up. You're wrong. You're always wrong. And we're right most of the time now. Um, I saw a hilarious meme at Diagonal on Instagram. If you don't, uh, the ferryman's toll runs that page. Hilarious. It was like a, uh, a score baseball scoreboard. <laughs> and it should have been like the conspiracy. It was like an Alex Jones with a tinfoil hat. And at the bottom was a dollar sign for like the science. So us versus them. We're, we're batting like well over a thousand, but still losing because the science wins for no reason. It's like, what? <laughs> You're always wrong. But how, how does it? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And this is why daddy drinks, kids. Welcome back. It's buckle in, buckle up. We're going to fucking, we're fighting tonight. We're doing it. 139. Ban this, you son of a bitch. Cheers, bigots. Oh. Wait. Wait. Can't, you gotta watch that. felt like this in years either Corey taylor <laughs> i'm gonna save that one for later that's a great nero forte slipknot we are not your kind 2019 104.4 fm the home of diagonal coming up next that was hell from hannah talks bodies coming up next weather and sports with nicholas cage <laughs> uh we had a fuckload of tornadoes here uh the other day yesterday or the day before and um hilarious um i had this whole thing uh i, I don't know it, it has nothing to do with anything here's one of them <laughs> i was like i want to do a move i want to be near this close enough where it's like not gonna kill me for sure but like oh it's kind of dangerous like throwing beer bottles at it and yelling at the tornado i need the, like footage of that or like me running towards it or someone will rip off my shirt you and me let's go like lieutenant dan from from forrest gump <laughs> I was like, I want to make a movie trailer for no other. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just nonsense. It's man versus tornado, you know. And Kiefer Sutherland is the tornado. <laughs> Nicol oh, Nicholas Cage is the, is the guy. He's gonna fight the tornado. Baby, don't do it. Don't go out there. I have to. This tornado killed my brother. I can't let him get away. You know, it's gonna <laughs> stupid. I can never find the folders. Jesus, I gotta rearrange my stuff. It's a mess. It's such a mess. Uh, I, I could have swore. No, no, no. See, oh my God. No, 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 no. Was that uh, Emperor Palpatine? No, no, you are. For frig's sakes, Ricky. I, seriously, I can't find it. 
I have a whole folder of like videos and shit that I like to do. Yeah, I can't find it. It's gone forever. Oh, that is this is this makes me unhappy. Where the hell is this? I didn't delete it. <laughs> I want the fucking uh you know, it's where I keep all the sound effects and, and that kind of stuff and uh, the, the movie trailer guy voice sound. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I got it. I'm moving it. I'm going to move it right now. Cut it. So this never happens again. Hashtag never again. Isn't that the Holocaust? No, this is worse than the Holocaust. Me not being able to find my effects is worse. It's definitely worse. Way worse. Substantially worse. It's so much worse. I can't believe it's not in the news. Anti-hate. Get on this. Far-right internet blogger says that that sound effect is worse than the whole... It is! It is worse! Ask the chat. <laughs> He's just intensely offending people now! I am. Oh, well, the moment's gone, but uh, it would be funny. You know, I want to see this movie. <laughs> Rage NATO. Man vs. Tornado, starring Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> and Nicholas Cage. Somebody's got to stop this tornado. You know? Tornadoes are awesome. Fuck it. You know, I like tornadoes. Anyway, that's out of the way. Um, where do we even begin with this? Uh, I'm on the wrong chat box here. We'll move this out of the way. Um, let's see. It's Michael Carr, how are you doing, man? How's it been going? Ju just, does Justin pitch or catch? Um, I don't want to speculate, but... Uh, Depends on the age of the other participating party, I'll say. That's probably... There, there, there's there's my answer. Dirtbag Welder says, day off work, 30th birthday, four-hour motorcycle ride. Good day today. Nice. That is a good day. What kind of bike you got? EVCG and EVT... I gotta come up with a shorthand name for you. It says, your mama's so circulonian, she thinks the word pedophobe deserves greater credence than the term pedo rope." Pedos will like Dagalon about as much as looters and the rioters would. Yeah, no, it's death, death penalty for them. Uh, there is no, there's no, uh, yes, any molestation of a minor in in Diagalon is the death penalty. And we celebrate, we, we do it live on, it's like a national sport. We do it every, what the, you know, the last Saturday of every month. We play gunner rope, dumpster toss. There's all kinds of great games. Don Cherry's there, you know. <laughs> I'm tired of him bringing over these European dumpsters. I want a good old-fashioned Canadian dumpster. I want the big green kind that they used to have outside. <laughs> I mentioned John Cherry yelling at Ron McClain, like, because he used to not like the European hockey player, you know. I want those kind. Good old Canadian-made dumpsters. They crush better. They splatter more. They get the job done. Well, I don't know about that, Don. I don't know how CBC is going to... Ah, fuck CBC. This is Dagalon. No one cares here. Whatcha McCollum's says, Ulster is British. No surrender. Oh. Jason James, how are you, man? Rageaholics Anonymous is now in session. It has been two days since my last rage. <laughs> Anyone wondering when we will find Jon Stewart strangled by his own hands, clutching a suicide note, saying only, sorry for embarrassing you, Stephen. Of course the lab leak theory is stupid. I'll never question you again. Yeah, the media said that it's okay now because the Colbert said it and, you know, it's on mainstream bullshit news. So it's like, oh, yeah, there is a dead leak from a lab. Remember when we said this way back and they're like, that's a fucking conspiracy theory. It was bat soup. It was bat soup. It's bats. It's bats. No one would do this. Like, what? 
Not only is it a lab, it's not even a lab leak, it's a lab intentional deployment. It was intentionally done. This entire charade is on purpose to do exactly as it's doing. Destroy the economy, centralize power, siphon the wealth from the bottom to the top, etc. Destroy borders and bring everything, shrink the net and, and close the cage more into the, the globalist dystopia, which is developing around you. It's breakneck pace. Risk of sounding like Alex Jones. I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment anymore. These goddamn globalists. You think I don't see what you're doing? Um, Pumpkin Launcher says, Rage, have you seen about Green Party imploding because the Muslovers are attacking the black Jewish whammon leader? <laughs> you love to see it. I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. They, I mean, their wokeness is so toxic that it's like, when they, here's the thing, like, they, they on, they're only, the only unifying thing among these fucking people is their hatred for us, right? As soon as we're out of the picture, they'll just completely implode on them. They'll just destroy themselves. All we have to do is just walk away and be like, we're out, fine. Have, have your fun, everybody. All right, okie dokie. We'll see you later. We'll be over here in uh, Sane World and you have fun in your, in your fucking nightmare. And uh, it's going to be, oh, it's amazing. All these fucking Nazis are gone. These fucking white Nazis are gone. Like, well, you're white. Yeah, but I'm a white ally. Fuck you, colonizer. I'm not a colonizer, you fucking... Ah, rape! And it would just immediately implode. You know, you're like, wow, I didn't even get into the, out of the parking lot. I said I was leaving. I put the shit in the trunk, closed the door, got in, and I've got the blinker on. Waiting to, like, pull under the highway to leave, and they're already killing each other. It's like, gee, I was gone 30 seconds. Sergeant Bear says, blue hair woman logic. I can't get laid, so you're racist. Yep. Yeah, and uh, it's that's fat phobic or body type phobic. It's some kind of phobia. It's some kind of phobia, right? Ben, don't like me because you're gross. That's why I don't like you. <laughs> do you like big fat? Do you like Jabba the Hutt? Oh, hey. Maybe later we can hang out and you can, like, wring out my sweaty underwear. I haven't, I haven't bathed in days. You know? Is that hot, ladies? You like that? That's fat phobia. That is racism. If you don't, if you don't want to suck his dick, you're a terrible person. <laughs> Shut up! They're so stupid. Pickley from Ontario says, Fuck you, bigots. Damn thunderstorm. I'll be back later. Cheers, Rage. Cheers to you. You're in Ontario. And we've got thunderstorms there. Uh, let's see. I only like sports to bet on. I don't watch what I need to. Um, football's not bad. Six, six million times worse, Nikolai says on Trove. <laughs> About the effects thing. Yeah. So where do we where do we begin? I don't even know. I'm just going to ram, you know. What did I call this? Uh, <laughs> Stand tall and make them earn it. Yeah. So, you know, what did I say in the, the stupid description? I mean, I don't even know what I fucking say half the time. Have, hang on. Oh, Greg sent me a message. Epic, have a great stream. I will. Thank you, Gregory. If you're not watching, we're not friends anymore, though. So, <laughs> Mr. Wyclip. If there's a price to be paid for every inch, no one on earth can afford to pay that bill. And therein lies the, therein lies the whole thing. This, this craziness... That we're, that we're currently living in was not hatched in a day. It wasn't built overnight. It was decades of complacency and apathy and laziness on our part. And decades of inch by inch, brick by brick, piece by piece of them inserting this subversive garbage into our lives. Now, the same, it goes either way. 
that's the other. That's the same way you got to get out of it. Like, there's no magic. There's no magic cure. You can't just oh, you know, just go do 20 push-ups tomorrow and you'll be jacked. No, no, no. It takes a long time. It takes work. It takes dedication. It takes discipline, and it takes consistency. If you do anything consistently for long enough, you will get fucking good at it, and you will see results. Play guitar, what, whatever it is, you know, learning a language, whatever it is. So that's just how it works. That's how life works. That's how everything works. You want to build a house? You want to hammer a nail into a board? Why isn't my house done? Like, because because <laughs> it takes way more work than that. <laughs> way more, way more, you know? It's a long, arduous process, okay? And by, by which we've sunk into this hell is the same way we have to get out of it, inch by inch, one bit at a time, one little bit at a time. Is, you know, what, every day do something to, you know, strengthen you a little bit. Do some exercise, you know, learn a little bit, do something, you know, strengthen yourself however you can. But it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to rebuild yourself or rebuild your life or do anything overnight. It takes time, again, dedication and consistency. And if you keep at it and you keep trying and you keep plugging away like they've been doing, you'll get there eventually. So all we have to do is uh, the same. And you have to make them pay for everything. Every little fucking thing they want to do, every flag they want to put up, every statue they want to tear down, every critical race theory class they want to impose, every fight them ev everywhere for everything. I don't care what it, this this attitude of oh it's just it's only it's at no 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 more it's just a mask. It's, see where it's just a mask got us? Do you see where it's just two weeks got us? Fight for everything, every fucking you know what I mean? And then eventually. It, then it's just a battle of wills and attrition. Who wants it more? Who who wants to? Who's who's more into this? Who really cares the most? They're weak, pathetic people. I mean, look at them. Did you see that that big fat mat? Like, what is she gonna fight? Anything? She can't even fight the urge to put ice cream in her mouth. Okay, she's not fighting anybody. She's not fucking will. Like, she doesn't frighten or impress me. You know, with any kind of willpower or you know, she's not a serious person. She's not David Goggins. She's not somebody that you size up and go, okay, this this person this is going to take every ounce of my, my soul to, to overcome. You know what I mean? No, they're all, and most of them are like that. They're all yeah, needy, offended by everything. Everything is racist. Every, right. So all we have to do is fight them on every, everything, everything, everywhere, every like full blown total war, whatever it is, whatever it is. We want to read drag queen story time at my kid's school. Nope. Nope. Get 20 fucking teachers, kid or parents down there to be like, no, you're fucking not. And even if you lose, this is the whole point. Even if you lose and they get through that anyway, they had to fucking fight you for it. And then they're like, and the next thing you want to do, you're going to have to fight us for that too. We're going to fight you every single day. Like Winston Churchill, on the beaches, we'll fight in the fields. We'll fight in the oceans and in the skies and we'll never surrender. You just, you can't. You can't beat someone like that who just never fucking gives up. Eventually, you're going to go, okay, fuck. And then they're going to get exhausted. And then everything everything starts to turn around. I got a great, that reminds me. Oh, fuck. I'm going to something I'm going to play for you guys. But I want to do it later. I want to play it to the end because it's just epic. It's an epic speech. It's from a movie. I don't want to give it away, but you need to hear it. And uh, yeah, it's movie, whatever. But it, the message is so well done. I'm not even going to, I'm just going to play it because it's so, oh, Wow, it's so perfect, and it's so relevant now more than ever for exactly the the message I'm trying to say right now. Like like in a war, right? You don't win a war in a day or a battle or an afternoon. It's you know, every trench you have to dig, every hill, every tree you got to fight over. Like it's just every inch by inch by inch, and everybody has to do their part together as a team. You know, whatever it is, even just people sharing memes and doing it. Just 
fucking with the people in your own life that are like, I, I like the lockdowns and I fucking no, get on their ass. Don't be quiet about it and let them be like, oh, you know, let them feel as though that they're, you know, I, you know, I'm confident in this position. Everybody agrees with me. No, we fucking don't agree with you. Fight them for everything. If they come to your work and they say, oh, everybody's going to get masks and everybody's going to get injected. You say, no, we're fucking not actually. Like, oh, well, maybe I'll get fired. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. But fight them for it. Don't just give them any, Don't give them anything. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is free in Diagonal. Not an inch. Not a goddamn centimeter of this place is free. That's what she said. Shut up. <laughs> Stop making it about what's all the perverted jokes. I guess I am a comedian. I don't know. I can't help myself. It is what it is. Fuck. I did it again. <laughs> Have a drink, Cam. everybody's hilarious you know so this for example like look this needs to be fought and even you know we'll just find ways around it look what they're doing in the eu and you think it's going to be different here no but we'll find we'll just change the verbiage we'll change the words we'll fucking come up with neat little games to play we're not what, what do you think people are going to do just not talk about well i guess it's illegal to talk about so we won't ever do it again i guess i changed my mind never mind bring all of ethiopia into france then never mind Criticizing migration could become criminal offense under a new plan. Oh, oh, is that all? Is that all? Just complete total mania. We're just doing this now. A leading uh, European Union MP could said uh, claim citizens could be jailed for criticizing migration policies if a new UN uh, agreement is acted upon. Of course it will. Uh, this is from a little while ago. I don't know how long they're still if they're still working on this or what. But I mean, this is their attitude, right? They're just going to outlaw criticism of their own policies. And like, fine. Well, we'll just we'll just work around it. We'll just find a new way around it. It's so bad here and so insane. Even people from North Korea are like, yeah, uh, maybe I'll just go to back to North Korea. <laughs> from the New York Post, a North Korean defector slams woke U.S. schools. A North Korean girl uh, says she viewed the U.S. as a country of free thought and free speech until she went to college here. Yen Yonmi Park, I. I'm not deliberately butchering your name. I just say my name and not make it sound hilarious. Okay. You know, <laughs> you ever hear Asians try to pronounce me? Oh, I, uh, I'm uh, Mr. McKenzie. Like, no, wrong, horrible, but okay. It's fine. It's fine. You're not here. You're not from here. I don't expect you to. <laughs> Yonmi, Yen, North Korean girl, uh, attended Columbia University and was immediately struck by what she viewed as anti-Western sentiment. It's in New York, by the way. Columbia, never go there. Uh, JDAM, rockets from space. Whatever we got to do. Tungsten ball, earthquake, Godzilla. We'll think of Godzilla. We have the Japanese now. Triangula on the alliance. We can get Godzilla over here to do our, do our work for us. Maybe. They did make a movie about it. Predictive programming. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> was struck by what she viewed as anti-Western sentiment in the classroom and the focus on political correctness that had her thinking even North Korea isn't this nuts? I expected that I was paying this fortune, because obviously schools are expensive, all this time and energy to learn how to think, but they are forcing you to think the way they want you to think, she told Fox News. I realized, wow, this is insane. I thought America was different, but I saw so many similarities to what I saw in North Korea that I started worrying. The 27-year-old told the Post that she couldn't believe she was being asked to do this much censoring of myself at a university in the United States. <laughs> we pledge allegiance to Hillary Clinton. I literally crossed the Gobi Desert to be free, and I realized I'm not free. America's not free, she said. Now, I'm just going to be Tucker Carlson for a few minutes. Ms. Park fled North Korea at age 13 in 2007. 
a voyage that took her and her family to China and South Korea before she went to school in New York in 2016. Her professors gave students trigger warnings, sharing the wording from readings in advance so people could opt out of reading or even sitting in class during discussions, Park told the Post. Going to Columbia, the first thing I learned was safe space, she said. Every problem, they explained us, is because of white men. Some of the discussions of white privilege reminded her of the caste system in her native country where people were categorized based on their ancestors, she said. In one class, a teacher discussing Western, <laughs> discussing Western civilization asked students if they had a problem with the name of the topic. Most students raised their hands, according to Park. Some, she said, mentioned issues with the colonial slant of the discussion. And classes often began with the professors asking students for their preferred pronouns with the use of they becoming scary as she feared being socially penalized for not being inclusive enough in her vocabulary. English is my third language, she said. It's very hard for me to say he and she sometimes. I misuse them. She told Fox that she was also chided for saying she enjoyed the writings of Jane Austen. I said, I love those books. I thought it was a good thing, Park told the network. Then she said, did you see... Did you know those writers had a colonial mindset? They were racist and bigots and subconsciously brainwashing you. Parks in North Korea students were constantly informed about the American bastard. <laughs> I thought North Koreans were the only people who hated Americans, but it turns out there are a lot of people hating this country in this country, she told the Post. Disturbing. <laughs> Raging Carlson is a fun character. But, but it's all true. You know, nobody hates us more than we do, apparently. The self-hating of our own people. It's the Jews. It's the blacks. It's the, it's the fucking weakness of our own people. I mean, it's weakness. That is, I've been saying this forever. It's weakness. It's moral, spiritual, and physical weakness. Being physically weak is a symptom of being mentally weak, okay? If, you're, if your body is, uh, you know, you're soft and you're weak or you're just a skinny, frail, pathetic, uh, you don't have the discipline and mental fortitude to take care of yourself properly because it's not easy. If it were easy to be strong, to be strong, if that was easy to do, everyone would be strong. You know what it's easy? To be a fat, pathetic, you know, sack of shit. That's easy. That's why so many people look like that. That's why when you go to the grocery store and drive down the street, you see, you see obese fucks everywhere walking around with their masks on, carrying a McDonald's bag. These skinny, frail, you know, men with, you know, shoulders like a brook trout. Basically, probably wearing their, you know, their girlfriend's panties because she can't wear them because her boyfriend, Lamar, is, has the rest of them at home as, as trophies or whatever. You know, weakness is the core problem of our society. We're, we're too weak and, and, and don't have the, the, the internal spiritual mental fortitude to face reality with our, both of our eyes open. Stand there and square your shoulders off at it and say, okay, let's fucking deal with this goddamn problem. That's not what we do here anymore. In the West, we, we run and we hide from everything. We create excuses for everything. Everybody is a victim. Everybody is, a, is, some, is oppressed for some reason. If you're a failure... If your life sucks, if you don't have enough money, uh, you know, you're, what, it's someone else's problem. Probably a white guy. Probably. Almost always a white guy is, is, is that reason. But, you know, even if it is, let's pretend it's not at all. At all. But let's pretend for a moment I'm going to agree with all these leftist, you know, these fucking communists, right? All of your problems are because white people. Okay, how does that help you? How does that help you to say, you're a victim. You're a victim. And that tells you there's nothing you can do about it. Well, your life sucks because white people, you know. Is that helpful? Did you, is that a strong, you know, it's toxic masculinity. No, it's toxic femininity. There is no toxic masculinity. I, I reject that entirely. I don't think it exists. 
I don't know if it ever did. Maybe potentially there's overly there. There is overly um, those kinds of attitudes did exist in the military for a while. Not so much anymore. Uh, for example, I mean, there's a tendency and I, I still do this because of military brainwashing. I hurt myself recently. I got a, I fucked up my hip. It hurts, you know. Uh, where, where you push yourself beyond the point of like, I should slow down. I need to take a break. And, I, and he's like, nope, shut up, bitch. Keep going. Who gives a fuck? Stop crying about it. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm actually hurt. I need to, you know, that's like that. Maybe that's a toxic masculinity, you know, trait. But uh, in general, the, the lack of, of masculinity has caused us severe problems. The, the, this rolling over. Ah, you're like a dog that's just like, run my belly. You just laid off, rolled over and let it happen. You know? That's the problem. Weakness is the problem. Allowing other people to tell you what to think without questioning it. Not having the guts to ask questions. Not being able to put your hand up and go, I have a fucking problem with this. And they go, shut up. And, you, and instead of going, shut up, you go, no, no, you sh no, make me fucking shut up. Make me shut up. No, no. Right? We just roll. It's weak. It's weak. And there's so many people that know that this is wrong, especially in politics. There's so many. And when you get them, you know, behind closed doors, off camera, oh, yeah, people are super honest. I talk to people all the time and they say, hey, yeah, you know, I agree with you. Put a camera in their face where it's like on the record, permanent, let's go. They go, uh, well, I, I, you bitch, you coward. You're weak. You're weak. You can't even stand for reality. You can't even stand for something that makes sense. You can't stand up to anything. The weakness has has ruined us. And that's because of your soft living. Rounded edges, smooth corners, soft hands. Everything's instant. Everything's delivered to your door. Nobody has to work for anything. Nobody has to want for anything. There's no fear of anything. There's, yeah, la, 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 la. It's just chocolate cakes and high fives as far as the eye can see. And it's created a weak society of soft-handed, you know, smooth-bellied, lazy people. And that's why everything is the way it is now. And uh, the only way out is, is, is to harden people up and, and go, no, you need to accept responsibility that you're, if you're not happy, that's your fault. You know why? Because you're the only one that can do anything about this. What do, you, what do you want? You want the government to come give you money? Why? I'm a victim. Give me stuff. Shut up. Shut up. You think that's how nature works? You know, when, when, the, when the, 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 the slowest, sickest deer gets taken down and mauled by wolves and just ripped them, has its flesh torn from its body. This isn't fair. I'm a victim, okay? I was oppressed by the other deer and I did No, you're just dead. You're just dead. The only person that, can, that gives a shit at all, really, is going to be you. The person in the mirror is who cares the most about you ever. You know, besides mate, your parents or your children or whatever. But outside of your immediate family, nobody gives a shit about you. I had somebody giving me shit on Instagram. Oh, you really don't. You're really you know, very disrespectful to the victims. Or this, you know, the, 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 the guy, the, the terrorist. Now he's a terrorist. No evidence required. We just said he's a terrorist. So he's a terrorist, Christian Freeland. I think that's interfering with a law investigation or influencing it. I'm pretty sure that's a crime. But, uh, you know, they don't care. They don't ever answer for anything. Um, you know, <laughs> that... <laughs> He's a terrorist because I said so. He's a terrorist. No, man. That's not how it works. I, I lost my entire track of thought there. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, teaching people that they're victims is not helpful. You need, you need to accept responsibility for a situation and go, okay, uh, if anybody's going to get me out of this, it's me. And nobody else is going to care. Oh, that's what it was. He was like, uh, you don't really care. He's like, no, I don't. But I'm honest. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I care about those people. It's shitty that it happened. Yes. If I had some fucking magic wand to wave and make it not happen, would I do that? Of course I would. Do I care? 
Is it keeping me? Do you know what? Do you know what caring means? Is it keeping me up at night? Am I crying about it? Am I distracted at work where I can't? I, I can't work. I gotta go home. I'm too upset about this Muslim family in London. No, and neither are you, motherfucker. You ca- oh, you care? You're so broken up about it. Empty your bank account. Empty your bank account. Give them all your money. Give them all your shit. Because you care so much. Because if this happened to someone I cared about, like, you know, my family or my children or whatever, I would do everything I could to, to help these people. Or a close friend or, or something. Or, you know, anybody I know that's like, I'm really, I'm, you know, I would try to help them because I care about those people. I'm not going to pretend that I care about total, complete fucking strangers. I just don't. That's just human nature. Sorry, I'm on. I'm an honest guy. And you're like, that's so hateful. You fucking, you're a coward. I can admit it because I don't give a shit. I've, that's gone long gone. You know, oh, we, oh, oh, cry about every single thing about it. Hey, Africa exists. Now cry for the rest of your life because there's horrible shit happening there literally 24-7. Cry forever. Cry forever. You don't care. Stop pretending you care. You don't care. I don't care. The politicians that showed up that pretend to care, care the least of anyone. They care the least. It's hilarious. And I'm just pointing it out. And they're like, you're a liar. You and I both know I'm not fucking lying. We all know it's true. You think Justin Trudeau gives a shit about these people? No, I don't care. They're like, political opportunity. Go. Whack that mole. Pop that balloon. Get them points. Get those political points. That's all it is. That's all it is. He doesn't know their names. He doesn't give a shit. Nobody cares. This is all about winning, winning political points so they can get what they want. And I'm not going to pretend. Okay? There's strength in that. There's strength in not. I'm not playing these games. I don't care. I'm not going to pretend to care. I mean, in in that way that I'm going to be like, oh, man, it's so awful. Like, yeah, it's shitty, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to drive to London to participate in a candlelight vigil for, for complete fucking strangers. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. People die every single day. Did any of these people, did they care? You know, and that's another thing that these liberal fucking weaklings want to do. They like to, they like to be perceived as these wonderful people when in fact they're mostly garbage human beings. Just pathetic, awful, shitty. They'll sell out their own parents. They don't give a shit. And they, and they want you to believe that they're, they're one. Oh, I'm a, I'm a wonderful person. Oh, I really am. I'm so I am. I changed my Facebook filter. Okay. I, I put, I tweeted a hashtag. That's not caring. That's not helping. That's nothing. If you care, go down there to that family. Well, they're dead. So go the, the kid's by himself, right? Go give that kid $10,000. Go into the community and raise money for that kid. Go do something other than sit there on the internet and go, how dare you? You don't even care. Neither do you. Neither do you. But I'm honest about it. I don't give a shit. Not really. Why would I? Why? I mean, shit happens all the time. There's fucking, you know, my friends are killing themselves left and fucking right. Are you going to pretend you don't give a shit about that, do you? I don't see you guys crying about that. I don't see you crying about the opioid overdoses or the suicide epidemic. or Yes, a Muslim family. You're so full of shit. You're so full of shit. You're weak and pathetic. Crush the weakness. I want to see the enemies driven before me. Oh, it's going to be one of these stream, streams, I guess. Um, that all, that, all of that started because Sergeant Bear said, uh, I can't get laid, so you're racist. Do you see how it works? This is how the Super Chats work. You don't know what... <laughs> it's, like, it's like one of those secret claw things. It goes, and you pull out a ball, and it's like, what'll happen? Maybe I'll go, oh, thank you for the comment. Maybe I'll go on a 10-minute rampage. <laughs> I don't... Nobody knows. Nobody knows what happens. Pickley from Ontario says, fuck you, bigots. Damn, I read that one already. Frida Malways. Th- I've never seen you before, but thank you very much for the 
She's signaling for Dagalon. I think Frida, Frida, and Shona Frida. Uh, mein, mein Liebe. Uh, thank you very much. That's very nice of you. I appreciate that. Thank you for the support. Evidence violates DOS's entropy is letting me have my old entropy handle back, even though Freedom and Diversity Tube nuked the related channel. Yeah, entropy's awesome. So I adjusted accordingly to prove I'm not a raging rage phobe. Commies must do better, hashtag. Yeah, right. Derek Knight says, appreciate y'all. Right back at you, sir. We all do. They're, dude, it's a whole big family of mean and nasty racist people. <laughs> the bigot thing is a meme. It, it, we're embracing it because it's the it's opposite world. When they call you one thing, you go, yep, that's me. It's actually the opposite. So, like, we don't care. You know, your words mean nothing. Your insults and your slander means nothing. It has no effect whatsoever. Uh, in fact, it just, it's like, oh, I guess, uh, we must be onto something then really, if you're this upset by it and this bothered by it, Michael Carr says, that's why the nerds running the show hate us. Absolutely. They're weak. They're weak people. And they hate seeing this kind of shit because they're like, nah, cause they can never, they don't have the fucking guts themselves. Right. Phillips disciple says, I know I'm a little bit late on this, but how do you feel about blade shields? What, what are you talking about? Uh, I'll wait for that to load. Greg Jeffrey says, what's it like to be so weak that words hurt you? <laughs> exactly. Um, Ah, uh, what is this? It's taken forever. Blade, she what, what? Okay, well, first of all, never bring a knife to a gunfight. You know guns exist, right? <laughs> Infinity War shield with hidden blade. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. This. I mean, there's gonna be so much wild shit out there. If society ever implodes, you never know. CRJ says, CBC, new uptack in incoherent angry rants direct detected in Saskatoon. I personally caused those tornadoes, okay? I did. Because, as you know, you need a, a warm environment, the hot air, you know. I'm, I'm sweating right now from yelling so much. It's, if you had a thermal camera, you'd be like, is that house on fire? No, he's, he's just in there <laughs> yelling about stuff. Anyway, you know, North Korea girl says uh, this place is a nightmare. I agree with her. Uh, Raging Carlson, you're, you're absolutely right. Oh, man, you know. Oh, now, let's talk about this for a minute because it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say I told her so. No, I, I don't anymore. I mean, I kind of enjoy it because it's like, you're stupid. You're fucking stupid. I want you to feel dumb because you made us feel like fucking pieces of shit. You're a racist. You're a this, you're that. Every name in the book, you're going to deplatform, ban people, come at their jobs, target their spouses, fucking shame their kids and all that kind of stuff. And, you're, and we're going to be like, well, I'm just above that. I'm not participating. No, fight them for every inch. Now it's my turn, asshole. You're fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. You're so stupid. Did you think, oh, we're so much smarter than you and it's hilarious and that's why you hate us. That'll never happen. Oh, oh, won't it? Did you not get the memo? What did I say would happen? Canada's vaccine targets are based on models that used the pre-Delta variant. Oh, oh, are we moving the, we're not, are we moving the goalposts, Philip? No, no, who could have predicted this? Tam said the variant should be making everyone more cautious about easing restrictions until at least 75% of Canadians are fully vaccinated. So we're going up 5%. We wanted 70. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to need 75 now. It reminds me of this so much. This, this is Canadians trying to like comply. This is, if you ever seen the movie Office Space, you should punch yourself in the face and the dick. The dick twice, the face, and then the dick a third time. Because once you see the movie, you'll be like, I deserve that beating. It's amazing. It's wonderful. Mike Judge, the guy that made Idiocracy, wrote this, this movie, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's a masterpiece of American cinema that they don't make anymore. This, uh, 
this guy's character here, this is you. This is Canadians trying to comply and follow the rules and be like, fine, I did it. I vaccinated everybody. I, I did everything I was supposed to do. Time to go home now. I'm going to get it. I'm going to escape. Hello, oh. Peter. What's happening? There's Tam. Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. <laughs> so if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and we're gonna need you to vaccinate 75% now. If you could do that, that'd be great. And then they'll get to 75 and then- And I almost forgot. Oh. Uh, I'm also gonna need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday. Too, right, 80%. Okay? Yeah. We uh, lost some people this week and uh, <laughs> we need to sort of play catch up. Thanks. I bet you're losing some people. <laughs> We're going to need you to just go ahead and get those vaccines, okay? That'd be great. Mark 306, is, he's just carrying on this inside joke. If you haven't seen... I, I'm going to set this up sometime. I don't have. I don't want to go looking for it right now and spend a ton of time. But Unsolved Mysteries is fucking hilarious. I was sitting there stoned one night watching them in bed. Uh, it was on, like, Am I don't know what the hell it was on. Where it's just, like, the old show. And... The old... I, I'm flying it right now. Fuck it. We're here to have fun and be like, fuck this stupid place. <laughs> right? That's what we're doing. So let's do that. Load, YouTube. I command you to load. Go faster. Faster! Come on! Go! No, it's not gonna... I gotta fucking disable all these crazy settings, like, temporarily. <laughs> because they don't like to have us... Have us... Any, have us... Have anybody having any fun? Uh, all right. <laughs> Um, every single episode of this show, before I continue, he does the same thing. Robert Stack does the same intro every single time. It's hilarious. Like, this was this guy's life. He, he walks in from a distance, talks, says some things, take, pauses, takes a few more steps, and then puts his hand in his pocket. He did this for like 15 years. That was his job. This is like Bruce Buffer level hilariousness where he's like, you know, is it Bruce Buffer? The one that goes, it's time. The UFC guy, he gets paid like $150,000 every time he says that. Imagine being on a yacht, you know, there's a bunch of girls there. And like, how'd you, what you, you oh, I, uh, I'm the it's time guy, <laughs> right? Like what? Oh, I, I, I go to places and I say it's time and then I get a boat. That's someone's life. So this guy went to work every day, every single day, and did the, If you don't believe me, go binge watch Unsolved Mysteries, the old ones, with Robert Stack, and he does this every time. Sometimes he comes in from some trees, from around a corner. Down the Steps is a popular one, as you're going to see. Beginning of a new season of Unsolved Mysteries. Here he comes. Every week, we'll be bringing you the most intriguing stories from across the country. Walk, walk, True walk. stories He's gonna in stop. which ordinary people have been oh, swept his hands up already in the most in his extraordinary and mysterious circumstances. <laughs> Someone watching tonight may have that one clue, that one vital piece of information that could help. <laughs> He's always this wearing like a trench coat. Him. He does the same thing every single time. It's insane. I wonder if there's one here. I just want to find one, and then we'll then we'll get out of here. Uh, where he just walks in. No, come on. <laughs> 
87 to 2000. I just want to watch one of them where he puts his walks a few feet, puts his hand in his pocket every single time. Like, how much did he get paid? This was his job. What do you do for a living, Robert? Well, I walk down some steps ominously. I pause, talk to the camera, and then I put my right hand in my trench coat pocket. <laughs> this was his job as an actor. He wanted to be like a movie star. This is the best we could do for you, Robert. Will it help solve a mystery? That's that creepy fucking music. Nah, whatever. I can't find it. Go watch it. It's hilarious. It's 100% true. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to need you to go ahead and uh, get more vaccines, okay? We're going to have to. Tam said the variant. Oh, right, right. Tam, with you, know, you can't see the Adam's apple in this photo. Interesting. Canada is on the cusp of hitting its first national vaccine target. We're so close. But chief public health officer, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Theresa Tam says the Delta variant of the virus that causes COVID-19 may mean the country has to up its vaccine game. <laughs> Send your I'm sorry, I'm stupid, and you were right emails to ragingdissident at protonmail.com. Anytime is fine, you know, uh... Federal modeling done in April and May suggested that if 75% of eligible Canadians, Canadians, those 12 years and above had at least one dose of a vaccine and 20% had two, provinces could safely begin easing restrictions on public movement without overwhelming hospitals again, which were always overwhelmed because of underfunding, especially in Ontario. It was an election issue for which Doug Ford was elected to fix. And then he, you know, blamed COVID rather than him doing nothing to fix that problem. They were always over capacity. Literally nothing has changed. But hey, the media frames reality and perception is reality. So everyone just believes what the TV says. Fucking shoot your TV in its lying whore mouth. That's what the doctor recommends. Me, I'm a doctor. I am a doctor. When 75% of eligible people are fully vaccinated, the, model, the modeling suggested personal measures like physical distancing and wearing masks could also begin to loosen. Tam says the variants used to develop these models didn't include Delta, which is the most infectious one tracked in Canada date, believed to be causing more severe. There's a new boogeyman virus and is expected to become the dominant variant. If we model the Delta variant now and put that into the model, it does mean that even higher vaccination coverage would be even better at protection against the hospitalizations and overwhelming the health system. I'm getting it so we can go back to normal. You idiot, there is no going back to normal. It's forever. This is a control scheme, you fool. You fool. I just spit all over my microphone. They're going to give you a goal. And even if you fucking get there, they're just going to move it further down the field. And every further, every inch, every meter you go down this field, you approach your doom. You're approaching slavery. Don't you understand? No, they don't. They're stupid. And they believe the government. They believe these lying sycophants. It's, a, it's, 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 uh, I choose to laugh at it because otherwise you'll go insane. Like the song says, that was Fozzie, by the way, Chris Jericho, the that guy does everything. He must never sleep never sleep he's like it's it's diff it's i wish i wasn't sane life would be easier i wish i was insane right now because i could be like everybody else that's what the song's about chris jericho oh uh fozzy great song delta was first identified in india last fall but was only designated a variant of concern <laughs> should we aim for higher she asks 
What do you guys think? What do you, what do you, what do you think she's about to say? Tam, should we ask, should we aim for higher? Do I have that? <laughs> you can't predict it. It's unpredictable. This is, this is totally real. There's no bullshit going on. That's why I'm failing again and again and again to predict what they're going to do because it's real life and real life is very unpredictable and you can't really read the future. That's why I'm somehow able to predict what they're doing over and over again because they're not following a pattern of nonsense that is, you know, <laughs> let's see. Teresa Tam, we're, all right, let, let's play. What will she say? You have uh, you have one minute to make up your mind, Teresa. Should we or should what, should we change the uh, the vaccine goals? Well, uh, um, I hang on. Hello, China. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Thank you. After careful deliberation and and lots of thinking of, of science. So much science has gone on here, you guys. You would not believe how much science is happening right now. I'm, I mean, there's science just falling out of my socks. I'm dropping science everywhere. I've got so much science, I don't know what to do with it. I bought a new house with how much science I got. I mean... Yes, I think we should, she says. Should we aim for higher? Yes, I think we should. As I said, shoot for higher, shoot for gold, shoot for the stars. That gives us a better buffer for managing the, the situation. Canada is set to reach part of the first target. 75% of eligible people having a first dose sometime in the next 24 hours and 20%. Right, right when you're about to get there, right? You're chasing that carrot. You're so close. You're so close, Phil. Come on, get it. Get the carrot. Get the carrot. Oh, it moves. Come on. Come on. Oh, it moves again. Oh, that's right, you stupid bitch. Right into the trap. Right in there, you idiot. Literally, this is how we bait animals into traps. Like, how stupid are you fools, man? No provinces crossed both thresholds yet, though most have already started to loosen restrictions. For now, we'll see again in the fall. Um, yeah, they're obviously they're going to move the, the posts around. Uh, here's some some of the some of the provinces numbers. Blah blah blah. <sighs> she even uses the word goalposts. I'm sorry. She he Timothy Tam Tam said the variant should be making everyone more cautious about easing restrictions. At least 75 percent are fully vaccinated. I'm providing a word of caution that between now and those goalposts, we have to be as careful as we can. They're not just going to change everything last minute and make you do even more shit. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right, Deborah. Yes, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. I can't. I mean, clearly, this is a benevolent government that has nothing but your best interests at heart. No one would ever do such a thing. Obviously, they're here to look out for you and protect you and keep you safe from everything. And, uh... <laughs> Oh, look, Philip, we've almost reached the targets. Come sit now. Sit down. Sit, Philip. Everybody sit down, please. 
Why is it so loud? Why is it so loud? I can't hear myself think. I'm trying to do evil, okay? Doing evil is very hard when it's too loud. I need quiet evil. Calm evil. Calculated, meticulous evil. Okay. We've almost reached our vaccination targets. And as discussed in Operation Idiots, we will now move the goalposts further down the road, bringing our slaves closer to their demise. Pretty good, right? I can't believe, I can't believe it keeps working either, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all this mask wearing hurting my lungs. Anyway, I figure, hey, you know, we'll just keep with the bribery and that, and uh, once we get it down to a small minority of people, we just kill them, maybe put them in jail or change the laws or something. Can we do that? Will that work? I mean, it's been happened before. We put the Japanese in camps. We'll treat them like the natives. Nobody cares about them. We're the government. <laughs> we'll put them in native reserves for their own safety. This is, this is real life. This is how you live. This is the country we live in. Chris Burke, how are you? He says, while Canada's doing 70%, PEI's doing 80. I suppose that means we're doing 85. PEI are cucks, though. They will do it. The Maritimes is hopelessly, hopelessly burned. Wow, thank you so much. That is a very generous Koala Island rabbi. Nice to see you again. I haven't seen you in a while. Thank you so much, man. You're fucking, you guys are legends. I don't, I don't deserve this. Any of you bigots in the chat have a spare sister? They want to marry off to me so I can get a citizenship. I've already bought 220 acres in Idaho. Wow, that's awesome, dude. I need to get the fuck out of Australia. It's a socialist police. I've heard, don't you need their permission to leave? Uh, you know it's bad when you fear your countrymen as much as the state, you know, right? They voted for it. It's time to regroup with like-minded people. I, I agree. You know, I don't consider that running away. I consider that reconstituting your forces in a more defendable location. That's what you do in war, okay? It's like, you want to stay here and get carved the fuck up by the Russians? Like, there's no, we can't win. We're surrounded. We've got a firepower. We have no air cover. We're out of ammunition. We got nothing. We move back that way. You know, we've got sister units there. We can reconstitute and re rebuild these platoons and, and maybe fucking mount a more effective defense. Uh, but but just staying here and getting run over for some idealistic fucking hill to die on kind of thing is, is just dumb. Because if you're dead, or and by dead I mean, you know, in jail or silenced or unemployed and destitute because you've lost everything because you stayed in a place that hates you, um, is that intelligent? I mean, I don't know. If you've got the means to leave and, and go be somewhere else where you're going to be with, you know, your people, I, I would. I would do that. Uh, in my case, like, Idaho is three hours from here. Does it make, does it make a real big difference if I go three hours south of here? <laughs> If, if that's the difference between I'm still able to do this and not go to fucking prison, obviously I'm going to do that. No, you should stay and get raided by the RCMP and then get killed. Like, yeah, that's brilliant. Let's fucking do that. That'll that'll work. That'll help. If I thought it would make any difference. <laughs> I don't know. Bob Barker says, uh, 220 acres. Damn, well done. It is. That is a lot. That's fucking amazing. Now, this is uh, <laughs> the Bill C. Speaking, speaking. Perfect. You see how things just kind of. They flow together and they just, they get together and they, they hang out. They flow together. Bill C-10. Oh, how we love you. 
hits a speed bump as the speaker, who is apparently not retarded, Speaker Anthony Rota, uh, voids dozen of secret amendments. Secret amendment. This is the censorship. This is the bill of controlling the internet, uh, bringing the internet under the control of Ottawa, like they have in the Soviet Union. I'm sorry, Russia and China and North Korea. There was no internet in the Soviet Union. Right, because if they had it, they wouldn't have done things like this. Declared dozens of amendments added at committee after debate time ran out, null and void, and ordered the bill to be reprinted without them. <laughs> what? So we've got a censorship bill that debate was censored. We're not allowed to have debate on the censorship bill. That was that was crushed. And now you're trying to work in secret fucking amendments to it that we're not allowed to know about. This is the liberal government doing this again. There's Uncle Bad Touch. You guys keep calling him. You know, I don't know. I'm, he's allegedly a pedophile. He only looks like one, talks like one, acts like one, friends with other convicted pedophiles. But that doesn't mean he... I hate this guy so much. That's illegal. You're not allowed to hate. Make me fucking, you know... The Heritage Committee voted on those amendments last week. That would be his department. Without debate or the ability to consult experts, the unusual process, is that what you call totalitarianism? Unusual? I call it typical. I call it human nature. And it needs to be checked and fought for every fucking inch, inch by inch. I'll fight you for every blade of grass. Everywhere. Everywhere you go, I'll be right there. And you're just going to fucking fold. You're going to fold because we're fucking crazy. (laughs) We care too much. You don't care. You're weak. You're weak, we're not. So you're going to lose inevitably. If it takes 100 years, it takes 100 years. But this is not going to work out your way. The unusual process in which the public wasn't aware of what MPs were voting on until days later was criticized as secret lawmaking by University of Ottawa law professor Michael Geist. Or Geist, I don't know how to say that. The amendments were made public Monday when the amended bill was tabled in the House of Commons. Conservative MP Blake Richards asked the Speaker of the House to strike those amendments, arguing the committee exceeded its authority. And on Tuesday, the- yes, it did. We're just going to, can we just slide uh, slide some extra tyranny in here? We're just going to sprinkle some on top at the very fucking end. They just, they just tried to roofie a bill. I bet you have a lot of experience with that, Stephen. You ever roofie any chicks? I bet you fucking have, allegedly. I bet you have. They're just like, well, you know, get a few drinks into them and like, let's just, at, when she's not looking, we'll just throw these fucking Rohypnol pills in there or whatever the fuck it is. Right? Is that what you just did? Did you just try to roofie the country? You sick fuck? Probably. Speaker Anthony Rota declared dozens of amendments added at committee debate time. Added after debate time ran out null and void and ordered the bill to be reprinted. So after everybody was even, all right, if we agreed the bill's good to go. Okay. Now let's throw in some extra shit. What in the? What? Like, how? 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 I saw a meme that was pretty funny. It was like, uh, for the first time ever, Canada is relevant as Americans are paying more attention to our country than we are. They're, like, watching this place like, holy shit, can you, can you imagine? Like, look how crazy it is. <sighs> and uh, who says this? Is this the speaker? In some way, I don't think so, but uh, this could be that MP, they tell, Blake Richards. In some ways, it's indicative of, frankly, how the liberals have handled this bill almost from the get-go. You've had a minister unable to effectively communicate the contents of it. He won't tell you what's in it or what it's for or anything. He can't answer any questions because he doesn't want to. Again, he's acting shady. He's acting sketchy. He's avoiding questioning. Again, I know there's cops that watch this. If you're a cop questioning this guy, so uh, so so what are you doing? Oh, well, it's not it's not about what I'm doing. It's about uh, opportunities and, and safety. And, 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 and we as a people are trying to cultivate in a safe environment and, and opportunities for, for all Canadians going, going forward and, 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 and into the future. 
no, I, I, I just asked you where you were today between 12 and, and 3 p.m. Well, time, time is a construct, as we know. And, and as, as Canadians, we live in different time zones. There's six different time zones. Or, I mean, in Newfoundland, is, is half an hour instead of an hour. It's a very diverse uh, culture of, of people and, and different languages. And, Mr. Speaker, I will always fight for Canadians' opportunities for the future. It's what I have done, and it's what I will always continue to do. Nah, nah, nah. You see how easy it is? You just talk gobbledygook nonsense. That's always what they do. If you were a cop, ask, and do you think this would go over well? If the police were in interrogating me for, like, a crime, and that's how I answered questions, do you think they'd be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. No, they'd be like, okay, this guy's guilty as fuck. <laughs> why, why, why are you just answering the question? Why are you answering me like a politician? Because politicians and liars are the same thing. They're the same thing. Isn't that interesting? Now, are you guys learning? Are we learning now? Oh, you know, uh, in some way, uh, you've had a minister unable to effectively communicate the contents of it. You've had a provision pulled back, which clearly has sparked enormous amounts of concern across the country. Uh, Guy said Tuesday, and now in the rush to try to get this legislation through without any real debate, and it oversteps the very boundaries of the committee, and especially for this government, which came to power arguing that it was going to give more power to committees and leave them more independent, to see them rebuked in this way by their own speaker, I think is quite telling. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. The two parties opted for the... Oh, wait. Uh, wrong one. Uh, yeah, they limited debate. We're only going to talk about this for a couple of seconds. Uh, those worries, the worries emerged after government amendments removed an exemption for user-generated content. Because remember, they said they weren't going to do this, and then at the last second, oh, we're going to take this exemption out. And when asked why he did that, Stephen Gilbo was like, like, why did you remove the exemption if there's no risk? Any? Well, I mean, sometimes I don't get haircuts, and I, I try to look like uh, that awkward eight-year-old kid whose mom cuts his hair to save money. And I have these feminine glasses because, again, I got them handed down from my older sister. And to point out the fact that I can't decide whether I'm going to grow a beard or not is simply racist, Mr. Speaker. And as Canadians, I think we need to focus on the racial division in this country and the racist, <laughs> racist rhetoric coming from the conservatives that are shaming the legacy of this country. And, and Mr. Speaker, I won't stand for it. What? What? I mean, wh oh, just hit him with a shovel. Crush him with a dumpster now. Now. Right now, not tomorrow. Now, immediately. Now. Now, at, at 728 local Saskatchewan time, I want dumpsters falling on skulls. This is this guy. That's not what he said. It's basically what he said. Shut up. You know. Uh, Rhoda said Tuesday his decision had to be made with very little precedent to go on. Yes, because this has never been done. This is next level tyrannical, uh, you know, power grabbing that in this country has never happened before. It's happened in the Soviet Union and in Czechoslovakia and then, you know, when the commies took that place over and it's happened in Cuba and it's happened in Vietnam and it's happened in North Korea and it's happened in China, but not here. Uh, the rare move to limit debate, a committee launched a whole sequence of events, said former MP Derek Lee, who is a 23 year serving in parliament. You let something out of a Pandora's box. And the other side reacts, and somebody else reacts to that reaction. Uh, conservative cr heritage critic Alan Ray said in an emailed statement that the Speaker's ruling is just the latest example of how the Liberals have completely botched this bill. They didn't botch it. They tried to get away with some shit, and now it may, they may not get it in until summer. Given the short time for summer break, any such study uh, wouldn't happen until September. And if a fall election is called, probably not. The pandemic will still be going on. And as we know, we can't have an election during a pandemic. The bill would die before becoming law. So they're gonna, they may not make it before summer now because of this based 
speaker who is like, ah, uh, yeah, even I, even this nerd is like, this is too much for me, even. <laughs> even he, he's like, okay, <laughs> Tony Rota, Tony, Tony, great move, great job, hey. You know, he can't even handle it. That's how crazy it is. The government's just like, let's censor everything. And anybody that has a problem with it, we're going to censor that. Oh, and right before it goes off to get signed off, we're going to just sprinkle in some, we're going to roofie it some more. We're going to get some extra fucking extra shit in there. <laughs> it's not, yeah, Jesus, you know, it's almost unbelievable, but it's not for me. I mean, I'm, I'm used to it. We'll go to the terror thing in a minute here. I already yelled about that. I missed the, uh, I, I, I missed it at the time, you know, pretending to care. These people, you, that's awful and disrespectful to these people. You know, what's really disrespectful to the victims of this capitalizing on the, the family tragedy for, for political opportunism. That's disgusting. That should literally be criminal. There should be a law where it's like when something like this happens, you have to wait at least a week to even fucking comment. If you're a political leader, like you need to no, you shut up, you shut the fuck up because you know, they put publication bans, the uh, family members and stuff involved. They're not allowed to say anything either. No one is allowed to talk. His own family, any of the, the, the Muslim family members, that they can't say anything. The guy's family, they can't say anything. Nobody can talk. But Christia Freeland can talk. And she can say, we need to make this a terrorism charge. She's, she's put undue pressure on the police department to, to force this in a direction that she wants it to go politically. How in the hell is that even legal? I mean, I'm pretty sure in America, if that happens in like the press... Uh, the, the, it calls into the question, the entire, uh, trial and the trial can be like thrown out because it's like, well, the media influenced the fucking jurors and now it's not fair. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's thrown out. She's already like, it's labeled this. Like how, how is this legal? But again, this is banana, this is Soviet banana stand where anything goes. Um, you know, and the attorney general has approved terror charges, no evidence, you know, and they're going to use this to fight online hate and all, and all this stuff. There's no evidence for that. There's the people killed. Uh, Veltman was arrested shortly after the attack, and uh, yeah, we, we don't know. London, Ontario police, we believe the victims were targeted because of their Islamic faith. He said this like within an hour, a couple hours, like how do, how can you be sure? There's no investigation. Cross your T's, dot the I's, this is what you're supposed to do. That's how you pay respect to the victims. You make sure you get it right. You make sure you get it right. You don't use their deaths to further an agenda. That's one of the sickest things I can imagine. Who does that? The liberals do that, you know? Hi. CRJ says, uh, uh, um, opportunities for Canadians. And that, Mr. Speaker, is an ongoing commitment. We at the Liberal, we have always worked for Canadians to provide opportunities for the middle class and those working hard to join it. You know, he's got so many of these fucking cue cards, like just, just things he just says, you know. It's always the same. It's always the same. You know what else is always the same? The pace at which I just can't... I'm going right back to it. Phil, just hit play. We're just going to pick up where we left off. It's a nightmare. I don't want to bump, but it's getting tempting. The longer this goes on. 
Dude, these screams are bad now. Imagine if I did them all coked out. You'd be like, whoa! I didn't know a man could talk for 16 straight minutes without breathing. <laughs> or blinking. Here's another thing! Here's another thing! You know what else I hate? I got so many ideas. <laughs> Bob Parker says, not a good week for me. Oh, no. Family member of mine submitted to the jab. Fuck, sorry to hear that, man. I couldn't talk them out of it. Tried everything that didn't work in God's hands now. Oh, yeah. And I got sing singled out at work for being one of the only ones not to take the jab. Bad feeling. I'll be fired before winter. Don't like where this is going. None of us do. And I said to somebody else uh, on Telegram earlier, it's a weird feeling being an absolute minority. It's not in question. If it's, if it's, I don't believe the numbers being pushed by the media either because that in itself is a strategy. It works on weak, soft people. And of course, we know that that's what they are. Uh, if you tell a, a group of people, ah, uh, fuck, I should have found it. There's an experiment, an old one going around. Um, there's a beeping noise. It's a bunch of people at a doctor's office. This guy shows up legitimately to see a doctor, but they're conducting an experiment. There's nine people in the room who are actors and one, you know, regular person. And he sits down to, to wait. And uh, there's a, like a beep or something goes on. And everyone stands up when it beeps. And then they sit back down. And he's like, what the fuck? Like for no reason at all. And then he starts doing it too. Because he's got to fall in with everybody else. He's got to do the same thing. And then as people, he's the last one to go in to see the doctor. And they, they're curious. It's like as they take people away, they go in and they leave or whatever the appointment is. Then there's like three of them left. Two, then it's just him and two other people. Beep. They all stand up and they all sit down. And then it's just him. Beep. He stands up by himself. He's the only one. No one ever explained why or what the purpose was. He simply did it because everyone else was doing it. So that's, this is easy, basic psychology. It's being weaponized against people, and they're doing it. That's what the media is doing when they say, oh, it's 75% have been vaccinated, 95% of it, you know. Is that even true? Or are they preying upon weak people to go, well, I guess everybody else got it, so I do too. You can't trust them. They lie about everything. There's no fucking way. Uh, even if they show me, well, here's the numbers. I'm like, who made these numbers? Who wrote them down? Where they come from? I'm going to have more questions than they're going to have answers for. They're not going to be adequate answers. So I, I don't trust them. And uh, I, I definitely believe that's driving a lot of this. I don't know what the real numbers are, but I do know for sure that we are the minority. If it's 55, 65% of people that have gotten vaccinated, that might be more realistic. I don't think it's 75, 85. No, I don't think, you know, but that's what they're going to do. And they're going to mark my fucking words. When they go to do the gun buybacks, they're going to do the exact same thing. Exactly, exactly the same. And it's going to work on some people. They're going to show you. Here, here's my, here's, you want fucking Rage Adamas? You ready for this? Write this down. Write this down, take pictures, tattoo it into your skin, into your flesh. Tattoo it into your goddamn bodies. They're going to show you pictures of tons of guns. It'll, it'll look, oh my, look at them all. Look at all the guns. It'll be like 200, 300. I mean, when you picture hundreds of anything, you, the human mind can only really imagine so many of anything, right? So a few hundred, a few thousand, 10,000, psychologically, the effect is the same. So they're going to show you a big pile of guns. Like, look at all the ones that have been turned in. And they're going to say, 95% of people have complied with the, you know, but there's a few holder. No, they haven't. No, they have not. It's bullshit. They did the same thing in Australia. They did the same thing in the United Kingdom. They did the same thing in New Zealand. They lied about how many people are doing it. So to coerce the ones that are on the fence to get them too. They know they're not going to get everybody, but they want as many as they possibly can get. And they're going to save that tactic towards the end. Starts with this, the manipulation tactics, right? If you don't do it, something bad will happen. You better turn them in or there's going to be fines. You know, you don't want to get caught with that jail time. You know, I don't know. Then they're going to go turning them in. in a I mean, you're doing your part. You're a good citizen. It shows that you care about your Canadians. It shows you care, right? And then bribery. 
then then the idiots that turn them in first for like 200 bucks will feel like idiots because they'll be like, well, we're upping the bet. Now it's like, well, if you turn these weapons in now, instead of $200, we'll give you $2,000 or $5,000 or take us to a Springsteen's concert, a fucking ice cream cone, whatever it is, some kind of pittance, right? And then, that, and when, when all of those options are exhausted, then they'll go to, okay, we catch you with this shit, you're fucked, 20 years in prison, and we are going around to look for you. We will, we will go to everybody's home. We know where you are. You're on the, 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 the list. You've got a PAL, position possession and acquisition license, for those of you in the States. You got one? Well, fucking come to your house. We know where you're at. You have to tell them where you are, where your weapons are, all of it. I'm sorry. You know, and they'll... That's what they'll do, and they'll pick people off one at a time. That's what's probably going to happen. If I'm even 75% right, I'm clairvoyant. <laughs> Alex Jones, have me on, you know? <laughs> uh, it's going to happen, you know? That, but they're, they're going to they're gonna lie to you and say, everybody's doing it, you know? Oh, of course they're all doing it. It's not true. And I, I'm curious if the same thing is going on with the vaccine. There's no way to know, but... Uh, do you trust do you trust the media that's what it comes down to um uh, bob, oh, i read that one so yeah that sucks bob i mean that's gonna happen to everybody i've got family members that have done that too not not the ones that i i mean obviously i care about all of them but it's just gonna happen there's gonna be friends and family members that just cave and they do it because it's easier they just give in like well it's just easier like that's again what did i say everybody's weak so you're saying it's easier you 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 chose to comply with something you didn't want to do, but you did it anyway because resisting it is too hard. And right now it's going to cost you what? What does it cost you to resist it right now? People talking shit about you. That's it. That's literally the price to be paid. For, for not getting a vaccine right now, the price to be paid is for people to go, you're stupid. That's it. You can't withstand that. What are you made out of cotton candy? <laughs> Fucking, if you expose to direct sunlight, do you just burst into flames? Or what? What was I saying? Our problems are, are a weak society full of weak people. Yeah, I'm gonna stand by that. I'm gonna I'm gonna run with that one for quite a while. YouTube, how are you? Uh, the swine flu vax was like 72 hours. Didn't want that one either. Yep. There there's been lots of deadlier ones. SARS uh and, and all of that. It does there was it's a move, right? They plan this one ahead of time. Event 201, you should go look that up. I don't know if you've, nobody's heard about that. Uh, who hasn't? But they they had this exact act. What, what if a coronavirus uh, infected the world and caused all of everybody's economies to shut down? They did that exercise in December. And then in January, a coronavirus you know appeared and shut down everybody's economy. Isn't that strange? And now they're doing one called Cyber Polygon, the World Economic Forum. The same people. Uh, and that is all about uh, shutting down the internet and the electricity grids and everything because of some kind of unforeseen disaster. Uh, Merck says, they ain't jabbing me and they ain't taking my guns. I'm okay with being the minority. I thrive on it. Suck my farts. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> all the things. This is for you, Merck. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries, a man tells people to suck his farts. Is he responsible for the deaths of thousands, or is he simply a misunderstood patriot who wants to shoot his 22 at cans? You be the judge. Excuse me while I put my hand in my pocket and get paid $200,000 to walk down some stairs. <laughs> he 
changed his he changed his profile picture to Robert Stack in a trench coat. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. And again, I do it. I gotta talk about the QAnon stuff. Uh, what are we? Where are we running? We're about half. We're at the halfway point here. Man, these fucking fly by. I don't even remember them. I really don't. Sometimes I have to go back and watch parts. I'm like, what the fuck did I say? I don't know. <sighs> Meanwhile, in the prison of England, which is a massive prison, you know, I, I'm going to show you this before I forget. Uh, there's no COVID. There's no camp. That's crazy. There's nobody. Isn't there? Is there not, Deborah? I've got the video on here on my desktop, but maybe you'll just find the Twitter. This is easier. This is embedded, and I don't have to fuck with the hotkeys and everything. Check this shit out. This is at Heathrow. In the United Kingdom, um, guards, single-file exercises, banned and communicating over the patrolled fence is illegal. Um, this is actually, yeah, okay. That's a shitty version. I can show you the full screen. HD, you can feel the tyranny through the screen. <laughs> you can feel the cold, bony fingers of Stalin stroking your butthole as he wants to insert his communist dick. You know, right through the right through the video. It's uh, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I had to go, um, you know, put on several layers of pants after seeing this just to keep him out. <laughs> Where's the uh, do do do? There we go. I could use it anyway. Oh, check this shit out. The you like that? This is where they exercise, have their whole camp. And again, what do you think they're going to want to do with these camps they've built and spent all this money on? Do you think they're going to tear them down soon? Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the concentration camps in Germany were actually originally intended just for, like, criminals, right? And then the role of these camps evolved over time, if you can imagine. Can't imagine that'll happen here, though, because we're special. We're different. We're smarter. We're a smarter people, Philip. We're intelligent. We're educated. We've gone to school, and we know that wearing a mask alone in a car with a face shield and surgical gloves protects you from the boogeyman virus. We're smart people here. That's insane. It is insane. They can't leave. <laughs> what? Excuse me. Is this your time out? From They're the out getting yard time. Literally walking around like, okay, yard time. Like prison. This is fucking insane. These people did nothing wrong. This is the quarantine hotels in, in the United Kingdom. And this guy's just out walking around because he's got his yard time. And they're just driving by and they're like, hey. And they're trying to talk to him. A guard comes over and tells him he's not allowed to do it. Watch this shit. Red flight. Is this the time out for the red flight? What? How, how much time do you get? How much do you get? Half an hour. Okay. A couple of times a day you can. What? You're joking. Look at this. These are British citizens that are not criminals. Here he comes. You're social distancing here. The best part about this is the guard that comes up to, 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 to accost this man is not British. He's from the Middle East or Africa, I can't tell, but he's not a fucking British, you know, he's not. Listen to this. Exercising. No, 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 excuse me, he can't speak to us, it's his right. They are not prisoners, I'm, I'm having a conversation with him. Yeah, I know, I know. I know, I know, you're not allowed, no. uh, you're not allowed to do this. 
I'm, I'm talking to him. You don't need permission, we're outside. We're outside. Permission? You need a permission. You need to get a permission. Typical British accent, right? No, no, our rights. Isn't this wild? Please find his name. This is wrong. You cannot tell him who he can and can't speak to. We don't need to go anywhere. We're having a discussion. Thank you. He's going to call for backup. My goodness. Okay, and that's the £1,700 you pay. Oh, and they, and they have to pay. £1,700 is about $3,000 that he has to pay to uphold. I mean... And this is the United Kingdom where the fucking queen is sitting on like a trillion dollars. No, Ramona de Dudio. The group of people have appointed me. No, you fucking psycho. No, you're not the queen. Jesus Christ, how are you? The queen of it, they're, they're worth insane amounts of money, the royal family. Uh, and and the hilarious part of it is that, that she actually still draws a salary. The British people pay taxes to give her a salary, to give her money because she needs it. Despite hundreds of years of conquest, you know, the royal jewels and everything, just strip mined Africa, South Africa, India, Pakistan, all the, con all the you know, Jesus Christ. And, and this guy has to pay for his own incarceration. We're so sorry. Take care, you too. Bye-bye. Later, that man was brought out behind the gulag and shot. <laughs> What's the big deal? The big deal, like, if I showed you this two years ago, you would say that is an Alex Jones level, that's not real. Not only is it real, it's happening right in front of people and no one is doing a fucking thing about it. That is, you think that shit's not happening everywhere else? They, they're building these camps in Canada. We showed you the buyandsell.ca. Buy it's a government website where you can go bid on contracts. And they're like, yeah, we're going to need a bunch of these camps in every province. And Randy Hillier, the legend, was the only guy to ask about it. In, in the country, in all of Canada, the only elected official to go, oh, hey, quick question. Just a little cue. You guys got a minute? What's with the camps? Are you building camps? Why are you building camps? And they laughed at him. Oh, shut up, Randy. Like, you know what I mean? There's no place for this kind of madness in our society. Why? This is completely because of a cold virus. Man, again, weakness is the core problem. It's the weak people. It's weakness. They won't face what's right in front of them. They won't go, yes, we're in a situation. We're in a, we're in a situation where we've, we've apparently been hijacked by authoritarian, totalitarian, do what I say or else, you know, boot stomping, you know, assholes. Um, that's bad. We need to remove these people from power. They're extremely dangerous. And uh, history shows there is a tendency for them to only increase their... Uh, you know, grip on power. They, they, they don't change their minds. They don't go, oh, geez, I didn't realize I was crazy. No, they're going to, because they can't admit that they're wrong. First of all, they're liars and they're scumbags. You think they're going to, you think Doug Ford is going to be like, hey, uh, you know what? I'm wrong. He just, you know, uh, enacted the notwithstanding clause for five years, gives him more emergency powers, and he can now override portions of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. <laughs> Doug Ford can. The Premier of Ontario, the most populous and highest GDP province in Canada. Ha!
that, right? Isn't that nice? It, it, it's a pattern reflected everywhere. And I said this last time. There is not a single, if you're looking, st- the government needs to be cut from our lives. They need to be cut out. They need to be shunned and ignored and just like get get to get away. This is going back to this is an office space stream now, okay? This is what you do with the government when they show up. So, Peter, what's happening? Uh, now are you going to go ahead and have those TPS reports for us this afternoon? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. So I guess we should probably go ahead and have a little talk. Hmm? All right now, Lumberg, I'm I'm kind of busy. <laughs> He's just playing Tetris. Eating gold. I'm gonna have to ask you to go ahead and come Cheetos. back another time. I got a meeting with the Bobs in a couple of minutes. Uh, I wasn't aware of a meeting with them. Yeah, they called me at home. <laughs> he just walks away while he's talking to him. He just leaves. That sounds good, Peter. And uh, we'll go ahead and get this all fixed up for you. Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Dude, he just alphas him. He's like, nah, fuck you. I don't care. I'm not doing this shit anymore. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's fantastic. That's what people need to do. These, they have no moral authority. They have no, uh, le- I mean, they're just, they're wiping their ass with the, Constitu- with the with the Canadian Charter of Rights in the States. They're wiping, whatever. They don't care. They're just like, just do what we say or, or fuck you, you know? Uh, and, and there's a tendency for people to like, well, we got to do what they say because they're in charge. No, you don't. No, you don't. You pay them. You pay them to run this place and they're running it very, very poorly. Um, <laughs> they've got no authority anymore. They're, they're obviously sellouts. They're obviously weak cowards. They can't even face reality. How, the Great Barrington Declaration is how many doctors and healthcare professionals now? There's 35, 33, or 35 states in the U.S. wide open, no restrictions, do whatever you want. Nobody cares. No one's dead. In December, when Texas, Florida had already been open for months. Florida's been open for nearly a year, guys. Texas was like, yeah, we're not doing this shit anymore. And they said, oh, Biden, uh, Texas is, is uh, they're all going to be dead. Neanderthal thinking, he said. He called them Neander- Neanderthal thinking. And what happened in Texas? Nothing. Nothing happened because nothing has been happening. This is a giant nothing burger. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. If it was real, there would be catastrophic consequences. It, this just proves that all of this is, is pointless. All of these lies. You know, who is this benefiting? Qui bono? Qui bono? Who is benefiting from this? The richest people in the world have made $5 trillion. And they didn't make it out of the, you know, the money factory. They took it from you. The, the $5 trillion was siphoned. It'll be like a big sucking sound. <laughs> you remember? Up, up the chain to the richest people in the world. All the businesses are closed. How much is, how's Amazon doing? How's Walmart doing? How's Costco? Very well. Better than ever, actually. The richest people in the world that lobby the government, that, that pay the government, that set the government policy have made more money than ever. Why are we listening to them? So when they were like, yeah, we're going to need you to go ahead and uh, close your businesses. You go, nah, no, I'm not doing that. No. No, I'm not doing that. Well, we'll send the police. Then we'll send 500 fucking people and be like, arrest all of us then. Arrest all of us. This is, I mean, and they're so, did I lose the, uh, did I lose this video? This one is absolutely insane. Check this out. I mean, this is next level, uh, 
these cops, again, I showed you this video again. I don't want to get too far into it because it makes me upset to listen to the kids crying at their father being taken away to a fucking, uh, you know, essentially a political prisoner camp for being a pastor. Not even religious myself, but I mean, I actually do. I mean, this guy's, what, what harm is he causing? None. He's causing none, as I've just demonstrated, you know. And the cop shows up and says, they're like, you're, and the family's like, you're arresting pastors and putting them in prison. And the cop says, no, I'm not. We're not doing that. As he arrests a pastor, okay, these cops are, are are gonzo, man. There's nobody home. There's nobody home upstairs. They're just desperate to avoid the the reality that they are the bad guys now. And they're like, that can't be that because I'm not a bad guy. So there. No, your weakness makes you a bad person. Failing to stand up to something makes you a bad person. It just uh, it makes you your weakness is a, is a form of evil in itself. Okay. What's the old quote? You know, evil prevails when good men do nothing. This is what good, doing nothing looks like. You're putting pastors in jail. Change laws? Like, that's not the best who's, in the world. Who's, Canada who, right now is sorry, the laughing stock of the putting pastor in jail? You are right now. I'm, being, I'm doing my job are, by sir. taking him. Say no. He literally says. We have the best says, systems in the world that we can, we can vote. You're putting pastors we can in jail. change laws? Like, that's not the best who's, in the world. Who's, Canada who's, right now is sorry, the laughing stock of the world. Who's putting pastor in jail? You are right now. I'm being, I'm doing my job by taking him. No. I'm just doing my job. He literally says, I'm just doing my job. Who's putting pastors in jail? Uh, you are literally doing that right now. I, I You can't. The, dude, he's a donkey. He's a full-blown donkey. There's no one home in that guy's head. That stupid, bald, idiotic Calgary police service head. There's no one in there. Everyone should leave Calgary. Everyone should leave Calgary. In uh, What's it called? Buckton or Buckhead? Buckhead. It's a suburb in Atlanta. I watched this. Uh, it was on the Telegram channel. T.me slash Raging Distance at the Telegram channel. It's great. If you don't have Telegram, get it. I uploaded this uh, clip from Tucker Carlson talking about this. And uh, the, uh, it's one of the more affluent neighborhoods. It's a predominantly white neighborhood. It's being raided and attacked constantly by minorities because TV is telling them they're responsible for all their problems. And rather than, you know, say, oh, maybe I should, you know, work harder or do, you know, no, no. It's because white people. So they go there and attacking them. So they're like, yeah, we're just going to leave. We're just going to leave. We're just going to, we're out. We're not going <laughs> to, we're just going to leave the community. Oh, you can't do that. That's racist. Well, you know, we're going to do it. Um, imagine if everybody was just like, yeah, like, how, how are you going to survive without uh, without your tax money? Exactly. Uh, starve them out. I mean, stop, stop. Don't spend money on things that, where it's going to go to the bad guys and it's going to, you know, enrich them. Don't buy Coke products. Don't fucking, you know what I mean? If you don't know, you don't know. That's that's a totally different story. But once you do know, it's like, they're like, oh, you know, here at Coca-Cola, we fucking hate white people. It's like, okay, don't give them any money ever again. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the best you can do. I deliberately drank these because I didn't even used to drink these very often. And they had, you know, CR, critical race theory, woke people try to be like, oh, Red Bull needs to be more inclusive. And they fired those people. They're like, nope, nope, get out. So I was like, right on. Now I'm deliberately, I don't even... I'm just ingesting their poisonous sugar products <laughs> because they're on our team, you know? That's what we need to do. Money talks. Money's important. Money's how money's how the world goes round, baby. Well, it's almost over, sir. It's almost over. Uh, I'm going to save that for later. What else we got? We got any more of these? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, Evidence Files TOS says, was looking at some concerts for 2021. Uh, venues requiring masking and distancing, even for jabbed people. <laughs> like the Foo Fighters, like Dave Grohl. Dave, I love myself so much, Grohl. Uh, I must say that I find, are you ready to rock more inspiring than are you ready to social distance? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? This doesn't end until good en until enough good folks insist on ending it and follow that through. 100%. 
Short and long says, Minority, try wearing a Navy beret in a PPCLI battle group. You find out who the closet cases are. <laughs> Get out, Navy! <laughs> poor man, you poor man. Bob Barker says, insert Solzhenitsyn quote here. Yeah, Solzhenitsyn, he was talking about the, the camps there. The Gulag Archipelago. I, th- I don't know if I did talk about this before. I thought it was, I find it interesting how someone like uh, Gad Saad and Jordan Peterson and these guys who were well aware of what authoritarian regimes do, they study them, they've written books on them and everything, and they go, I can't, I'm aghast, I'm surprised and, you know, taken aback at this latest development in authoritarianism. And I'm like, why? How? You literally, de- like, you, you talk about the Gulag Archipelago all the time written by Alexander Solzhenitsyn, who talks about exactly the process you're witnessing unfold, and you're surprised that they're doing the same thing. That's like, um, you know, I used to have a, I used to live in a, a place where there was wolves, a lot of wolves and wolves just kept eating our chickens and pigs all the time. They kept coming in and then you move somewhere else and you're like, the wolves are eating the chickens again. I just, I can't believe the wolves are eating chickens. Yeah, dude, they're wolves. That's what they do. And you already knew you made a career out of writing about it. How do you not? I think again, they're intellectual guys and they're, you know, they're, they're not war fighters. They're not fucking... You know, go, they're not going to be in the streets with the Fry Corps by battling the communists anytime soon. Um, so maybe that's why. I don't know. But I just thought it, I found it interesting that it's like, they're, oh, it's so surprising. It, it's not really. It's what I expected to happen. Joe Mac one says, cheers. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, welcome back. It's been a while. I'm glad you're glad you're still here. Kaiva M says, I hate to break it to you, but lest we forget, will Flanders Field, we have forgot, we have forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, uh, mostly. Uh, I mean, us, we did, we haven't. I mean, we're still, we're what's left. We're a minority, but we're what's left of the actual country that this used to be. This new multi-culty cult of woke, you know, nonsense is not Canada. It's something else. It's a globalist product. It's the same in every country. There's nothing unique about it. There's nothing special about it. There's nothing Canadian about it or American or British or Australian or anything. It's the same. It's, it's, Mar- it's cultural Marxism, and it's a means to an end. It's implementing socialism, which has been happening for decades and uh, we're transitioning now into communism. And Marx himself said that socialism is a stepping stone to communism. That's what it's for. So when they're like, we're not communists, we're socialists like the NDP, like the Liber- like they are our entire government. Our entire government is one giant socialist party now. That's what socialism is. Socialism is not something else. It is a means to get you into communism. It's to, it's to lure you into the candy truck. All right, It's the first dose free. Your, your first eight ball is free. Your first fucking hit of heroin is free. And the rest, you're going to have to go through the communist store to get that. Right? That's how it works. They're weaning you onto this onto this system. Uh, Lone Star Texan, how are you, brother? Thank you so much, man. He says, cheers, bigots, and rage. Tri- Triangulon. Uh, thanks for being here for us all, sir. You're a national treasure for North America. Uh, I... I, you know, you guys are you guys are too nice to me. I don't, I don't think that's true. I'm just a fucking... I'm just an angry guy with a... With an angry goat and a, <laughs> and a and a need to get things off my chest, but it is what it is. Ah, fuck! I did. <laughs> That's three. That's three. If somebody's Patton is patting around, he's probably having the bag up. There he is. Hey, Patton. He never misses one. Patton five three seven. Love you, buddy. Uh, David G watched Son of Plaid last night. He says on perfect. If you haven't seen Son of Plaid, Edgy D TV. Myself and Derek and uh, and and Dan and, and and Copeland and we all the boys. Ah, they all boys got together and we did a movie called The Son of Plaid, and it's just a parody of uh, you know, just just you know, it, it's it's worth a, it's a good laugh. It's half an hour long. I do a whole musical no, number. So. <laughs> Check it out, Edgy DTV. Media Bear is still here. Awesome, man. I, I love you, buddy. He says, remember Rule 13, submit to the mob, right? 
That's what all this is. They're, they're trying to coerce you into, into being something, into doing something. I can't wait to play this clip later. And I'm, it's just so like, I literally am almost moved to tears by, I love these memes that are like, it's like, it's like women on top and the men on the bottom, like the Chad guys. And sometimes they've like, you know, a uh, high cut mic helmets on or whatever. And it's like, women are like, men are so, they don't even cry. They don't even care about anything. And they're like watching the notebook. And then it's like men on the bottom. And it was like, um, listening to the last broadcast of the Polish resistance before they were overrun by the Germans and Soviets. And they were like, fight to the end. We'll never surrender. And they're like, you know, <laughs> like men don't go, Oh yes, we do. We fucking cry at the most insane shit. You know, it's like, uh, and uh, somebody reminded me of this earlier when I did, t I talked to Gavin McGinnis last year. I was on a show for about 15 minutes and he said, I, I angry cried. I cry pissed. I pissed, cried, pissed off, cried out of my eyes, you know? And I was like, I, yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, that it you know you just you want to you want to fight bad shit you want to fix problems you want to find bullies and bad guys and just smash their fucking heads and that's what all good men want and it's they're trying to beat that out of you that's toxic masculinity that urge to confront the monster the dragon the town bully whatever it is and be like i'm gonna fuck that guy up fuck him he's going around pushing people over you know molesting women like Harvey Weinstein. Imagine getting Harvey Weinstein alone in a fucking parking garage with the doors closed. Oh, oh, it's Negan, Negan time now. Lucille. Oh, my dirty girl. Lucille is thirsty. Harvey, you've been a bad boy. You've been a bad boy. Has he been a bad boy, Philip? Yes, he has. He's going to have to pay for his mistakes. You know? nothing wrong with that that's normal that's nature that's good men protecting their own from bad people from bad men as if they don't exist that's the only thing that stops them find a time in history when bad pieces of shit were stopped by petitions they were stopped by a bunch of people feminists in the streets with no clothes on like what the fuck people waving rainbow we rainbow flags like no that's not how it works when when the fucking wolves come and they do it's just the cycle it's human nature is what happens People sense weakness and bad people who have predatory instincts, like the ones running our countries right now, swoop in on that and take advantage of it. And it only stops when the other, the opposite, the other spectrum of those guys, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman is a military psychologist. He authored the books On Combat and Unkilling, considered the world-leading expert on killology, you know, what it's like to kill people, what it does to you psychologically, how it affects your body. I recommend them. You should read them. Um, might prepare you for some shit, but it's all true. He does a good job. And he taught, he, he, he's the guy that broke it down into like there's sheep and there's wolves and then there's sheepdogs. The wolf and the sheepdog are similar, but they're very different. The sheepdog protects the sheep from the wolves. That's what he does. That's what he wants to do. You know, the sheepdog doesn't eat the wolves. I mean, the, the sheepdog doesn't eat the sheep, right? He corrals them and he keeps them where they need to be. And he's like, oh, you know, they bark at you. Don't go over there, you stupid sheep, you, you know. And then if the wolves show up, the sheepdog will fight the fucking wolves, at, sometimes at their own expense. And the sheep go, meh, and they criticize the sheepdog, right? And they laugh at him and, you stupid dog, whatever. But it's like, it doesn't matter to him because it's like, this is, you idiots will never understand. You'll never get it. You'll ne you're never going to, we're different, you and I. We're literally, you know, there's the sheep people and then there's us. We're just not built the same. And that's fine. Whatever. It is what it is. Damn it, fuck! <laughs> it's nature. <laughs> it's nature. It is what it is. Oh my god! It's literally like a fucking impulse now. I'm just gonna do this as punishment, okay? I feel like I have to. Um, so you have to. Yeah, you gotta fight them. That's that's what it's for. Like some people, if you're that person, if you feel that instinct, 
you know, where you're like, you see this shit happen and you see them getting away with it. Some people want to go, oh, well, what can you do? And they're like looking at you like, why are you so, why does this make you so upset? Because you're different than them. You're built different than them. You're one of those people. You're one of the, the small, the percentage that go, not only is this not okay, I want to stop whatever else I'm doing and get out in front of this and be like, what the, who the fuck do you think you are? I'm going to fucking stop you dead in your goddamn tracks, man. Because it's wrong. And I don't like seeing that. I don't like see, seeing people get away with shit. I don't like thieves. I don't like liars. I don't like murderers and rapists and all this. You know what I mean? It makes me upset. I don't like it. Like if there's a murderer in my, there was a girl that was kidnapped and raped and murdered in my hometown not long ago. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, oh man, he should go to jail. And some of us were like, we should fucking kill him. You know, he was already convicted of murder before. And then they let him out of jail because geniuses. And then guess what? He murdered and raped somebody else because that's what he did. He's an awful human being, right? That's what he does. And he's never going to stop doing it because he's a, a fucking foul, horrible, evil piece of shit. Those people exist. They're always going to exist. And if you just allow them to go, oh, well, what can you do? What's going to stop? Is he going to get out again in another 10 years and prey on some more people? Probably. You know? Uh, we're just a fucking weak society. Back in the day, you know, that would have been the death penalty. They would have hung that guy. Murderers got hung. That used to be standard. Did you murder that person? Yeah. Uh, see you later. You don't just murder people. Like, what the fuck? But if you're caught, mur well, then you're going, that, that just makes sense. You can't have sick, you know, people like that in your society. How do you permit that? And when you permit it, it's just like, well, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'll go to jail for a few years and they'll let me out. <laughs> that's brilliant, you know? <sighs> anyway, yeah, so I got to punish myself with this before I continue. Um, we got more, uh, this QAnon stuff. I mean, they, they set these guys up. They set these guys up, and I told you so. I told us so. I booked a told us so. And then, uh, then we're going to go to, uh, you know, you got to make them pay. And there's a lot of people standing up to this. They don't publicize it. They don't put it in the media. They don't make it mainstream because they control all this shit. It's not fair. It's not ever going to be fair. They're not interested in both sides of the conversation. The media, the TV people, the corporations, the banks, the fucking government, they all, they all work, play for the same team, and it's not yours. It's not mine. So why would they, why would they let some of these people that I'm going to show you here in a minute, why would, why would they put that on TV to, to inspire and encourage other people on the other side to, to keep fighting? They won't. They don't want to. And that's why they also want to shut uh, stuff like this down. Um. Inflation. I mean, obviously, we know that's bad. Biden's retarded. We know that. All right. Um, first, first, but first things first. I gotta get a different song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Corey Taylor. As good as you are, you know. Let's just go back. It's gonna. We're gonna do a throwback now. For you know, for Bigot 104.4 FM, I gotta give a shout out to our our sponsors here at the Toxic Masculinity Factory. From which I was born, I was but a wee babe of only a year old when this song was released. Little did I know that probably infecting it with its white supremacy into my brain as I lay in my crib as my father listened to this like a legend. I was infected with toxic... Uh, forever. Forever toxic masculinity denied forever. But uh, it's what it is. That doesn't count! That one doesn't count, Cam! Here's to the sheepdogs. Ooh.
I'm not that upset. I don't need a drug problem. That's you, Medi. That's you, buddy. Remember the simpler times? Gary's in his prime right now. Convertibles and sports cars and jean jackets and mullets and cheap cocaine and... <laughs> None of the 1980s! No cell phones, no social media, no pictures. <laughs> no evidence. Oh, oh, you know, those, that's my escapism. That's literally my, I, I'm like, I'm going to take 30 seconds and just be in this fucking song right now. <laughs> and you're like, yay. Oh, there's no music anymore. Everything's shit. Uh, Noel Gallagher is going to explain that for you in a minute. But I do want to get to this because it's important to, again, say I told a so. I fucking a toad. Raging dissonant at protonmail.com. You can send your apology cards. You can send your I'm stupid and you're smart. You know, whatever you want. But, I mean, if you're going to be honest, you got you know, you got to be honest. <clears throat> FBI operatives likely unindicted co-conspirators or and were the organizers of the Capitol riot. I'm levitating in my chair with surprise. Tucker Carlson dropped several bombshells on his show Tuesday night. A chief among them was from a Revolver news report that the FBI was likely involved in organizing the insurrection. No, QAnon said QAnon is the feds, you idiot. It's the most controlled opposition fucking shit I've ever seen. That Where we go on, we go all to the gulag. Bye-bye. Who do you think's on those sealed indictments? It's you. It's you, you fools. Get get away from that shit right now. Delete all your... If you're... Listen. If you can be saved at all. If you're one of those people that's like, QAnon, where are we going? Delete all your shit right now. Right now. Never talk about it again. And maybe cross your fingers. Hope to die. Stick a thumb in your eye. Whatever. <laughs> maybe they miss you. And you go, oh, I fucking denounced that shit a long time ago. I'm definitely not on board. You know, it's a honeypot. It's a trap. And they're going to conflate these QAnon whack jobs. And many of them are... They're... I mean, it started with legitimate things, inserted some real shit to rope you in, and then took you to crazy town. And they're and and when they show uh, when they show the public, the mainstream people, why they're arresting you. Do you think they're going to show you the main the, the main uh, you know real shit, or do you think they're going to show you the crazy? Hello, Canada. I am Ramona Didulo. I am the queen and head of state of Canada. The group of people have made me commander of all allied... That's what they're going to show people. You're going to look fucking insane. And they're going to say, yeah, round those people up. Yeah, obviously they're dangerous. There could be a false flag here soon. Or maybe they'll just run with this because there's been no opposition. Maybe they'll just use the cat. They're, they're using this. This was on 4chan months ago. I, I had it on the stream numerous times. You guys have been around for a while. Remember this, right? That, uh, yeah, that's who's on the sealed indictments. They're going to use this and they're going to pivot towards uh, white supremacy, homegrown domestic extremism as the primary focus of the, you know, and they're going to start rounding people up. They're going to roll up the militias they're gonna, and they're going to use this as an example. That's exactly what's happening, okay? 
<sighs> and and were similarly involved in kidnapping plot against Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Remember that? That was there was like ten or twelve guys involved, and like seven of them were literally FBI agents. There there is a coup that has happened in America. And it is being controlled by the enemy, essentially. Call it what you want. I just say communism for, for literally for the layman, for the average person who doesn't, if they're just like, what does he mean? It's like, it's not 100% accurate. It's not, I mean, it's, it's complicated. It really is. And I could sit here all night trying to fucking explain that to you. It doesn't matter. But if you look that up, that's close enough. That's close enough. Close enough. They're communists, okay? Just, if you're brand new, you're just getting in. Yeah, bad. Commies bad, okay? Lesson one, commies bad, they're commies. We'll fucking iron it out later, and you know, but uh, that's what you need to know. Why are there so many, and here, here, let's just play Tucker's, uh, Tucker's thing. It, it's like 10 or 15 minutes, right? But uh, anyway. And speaking of January 6th, why are there still so many things, basic factual matters that we don't understand about that day? Why is the Biden administration preventing us from knowing? Why is the administration still hiding more than 10,000 hours of surveillance tape from yep. the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? I also want to remind people because I just recognize this. it's in my own trailer and I just caught it. You know the part of it where I go, uh, it's not known due to significant reductions. You know what that, you know what that article I was reacting to? If you want to go back and pause it, it's about CSIS's knowledge of the Danforth shooter. And when Andrew Fury, I believe, requested these documents, they were so redacted that CSIS refuses to divulge the knowledge of which they had of this guy. This guy was a fucking terrorist, and they knew it, and they lied about it. Okay? Our government, Canada, is no better. In fact, it's much worse. They know about the shit that's going on, and if they're not doing anything about it, they're, they're either just unwilling or incapable to stop what's happening, or they're just helping. Or they're just helping the CCP, the Communist Chinese part of the government. And their globalist uh, hand-wringing, get me some money, fucking, you know, overlords. What could possibly be the reason for that? Even as they call for more openness, we need to get to the bottom of it. They could release those tapes today, but they're not. Why? We ought to be asking those questions urgently, because as the Attorney General reminded us today, a lot depends on the answers. Yep. And at least one news organization is asking that. Revolver News. It's a new site. It turned out to be one of the last honest outlets on the internet. A new piece on revolver.news suggests an answer to some of these questions. We know that the government is hiding the identity of many law enforcement officers who were present at the Capitol on January 6th, not just the one who killed Ashley Babbitt. According to the government's own court filings, those law enforcement officers participated in the riot, sometimes huh. in violent ways. Huh. We know that because without fail, the government has thrown the book at most people who are present in the Capitol on January 6th. There was a nationwide dragnet to find them, and many of them are still in solitary confinement tonight. Trust the plan. But strangely, some of the key people who participated on January 6th have not been charged. Look at the document. Mm. The government calls those people unindicted co-conspirators. What does that mean? <laughs> well, it means that Informants. in potentially every single case, they were FBI operatives. Yeah. Really, in the Capitol on January 6th. For example, one of those unindicted co-conspirators is someone government documents identify only as Person 2. According to those documents, Person 2 stayed in the same hotel room as a man called Thomas Caldwell, an insurrectionist, a man alleged to be a member of the group The Oath Keepers. Person 2 also, quote, stormed the barricades at the Capitol on January 6th alongside Thomas Caldwell. The government's indictments further indicate that Caldwell, who, by the way, is a 65-year-old man, 
this dangerous insurrectionist, was led to believe there would be a, quote, quick reaction force also participating on January 6th. That quick reaction force, Caldwell was told, would be led by someone called Person 3, who had a hotel room and an accomplice with him. But wait, here's the interesting thing. Person 2 and Person 3 were organizers of the riot. The government knows who they are, but the government has not charged them. Why is that? You know why. They were almost certainly working for the FBI. So FBI operatives were organizing the attack on like, the Capitol. This is real life. On this January 6th, is, this according is real to government shit. documents. Not QAnon. This and is how it really not works. In all, Revolver News reported there are, quote, upwards of 20 unindicted co-conspirators in the Oath Keeper indictments all playing various roles in the conspiracy, who have not been charged for virtually the exact same activities, and in some cases, much, much more severe activities as those named alongside them in the indictments. Huh? Yeah. So it turns out that this white supremacist insurrection was, was by the again, by the government's own admission in these documents, yep. organized at least in part by government agents. Are you shocked? That what is shocked the most upset I've ever seen. Listen to his voice. Why must my government agents? He basically listened to him. By government agents. <laughs> Are you shocked? He's We're shocked. Mad. We shouldn't be shocked. No. Because in March, the FBI director I'm not shocked. I'm, I expect that the Bureau answer. was infiltrating as many dissident groups that oppose the regime as it possibly can. Yeah. There must be moments where you think if we would have known, uh, if we could have uh, infiltrated this group or found out what they were doing, and that... Do you, do you have those moments? So anytime there's an attack, especially one that's this horrific, that strikes right at the heart of our system of government, right? Horrific. The, the only person of note that was killed was a civilian, uh, an Air Force veteran, Ashley Babbitt, was shot and killed, unarmed by police. And again, cleared of all charges. When, when, when riot? When, when, when are we robbing the Nike store, fucking whitey? Again. Fuck. But wait a second. There's a huge difference between using an informant to find out what a group you find threatening might do and paying people to help organize a violent action, which is what happened, apparently, according to government documents, on January 6th. That's a line, and the FBI has crossed it. And it's not the first time they crossed that line in Michigan. Remember that plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer? This is what they do. We heard a lot about that. And Whitmer was able to cover some of her own incompetence, though not all, by pointing to the fact that she's now a victim. Now, in the FBI's telling of that plot, a whole team of insurrectionists was going to drive a van up to Gretchen Whitmer's vacation house and throw yeah. her in the back and drive away. Those damn white supremacists. The mastermind of this plot, according Except. to the FBI, was a man called Adam Fox. Except. Who is Adam Fox? Adam Fox turned out to be a homeless guy who was living in the basement of a vacuum repair shop. Quite a gorilla. The whole story was a farce. It was insulting, really, once you got to the details, which outlets like the AP didn't bother with in the first read. But if you read the government's charging documents carefully, and you should, you will see that it gets even more ridiculous. It turns out that one of the five people in the planned Gretchen Whitmer kidnap van was an FBI agent in the van. Another was an FBI informant. And the feds admitted in these documents that an informant or undercover agent was, quote, usually present in the group's meetings. They're setting people up for political words, opportunism, for mass political mass objectives to, to frame it, the narrative that this is a thing when it's not. They, they were working for the FBI. Remember the guy who suggested using a bomb to blow up a bridge as part of that plot? That got mm. a lot of coverage. That yeah. guy was an undercover FBI agent. 
Oh, okay. So if you're wondering why they're always comparing January 6th to 9-11, there's your answer. Oh! <laughs> I never... <laughs> oh! Oh, holy... Wow, did you catch that one? If you ever wondered why there's so much comparison between January 6th to 9-11, there's your answer. Tucker Carlson is inferring correctly that the government attacked itself. To blow up a bridge as part of that plot? That got a lot of coverage. That guy was an undercover FBI agent. Oh, okay. So if you're wondering why they're always comparing January 6th to 9-11, there's your answer. They're using the same tactics. And a lot of us missed this the first time around. Operation Able Danger. And we're things to not look up. The dancing Israelis and Operation Able Danger. Never look at those things. That's racist. Empower the government to violate civil liberties in pursuit of a foreign terror organization. And there are foreign terror organizations. It's just a matter of time before ambitious politicians use those same mechanisms to suppress political dissent. And that's what we're seeing now. We should have seen it earlier. Trevor Aronson wrote a book on this called The Terror Factory. And it analyzed every terror prosecution from 2001 to 2013. Aronson found that at least 50 defendants were on trial because of behavior that the FBI had not only encouraged but enabled. Yep. FBI agents were essentially the plotters in these crimes. They made the crimes crimes. Yep. <laughs> in 2012, a writer for The Nation called Petra Bartosiewicz found that FBI agents had, quote, crossed the line from merely observing potential criminal behavior, which, by the way, is allowed yeah, and good apparently. to, and we're quoting, encouraging people and assisting people to participate in plots that are largely scripted by the FBI itself, end quote. And we checked. We oh. looked carefully. And that's not an I guess I'm going to play the whole thing. It's only another minute. So. Exaggeration. Wish it were. One of those plots was an Islamic terror attack in 2015 in Garland, Texas. It turns out that an FBI employee played an active role in that shooting. The FBI was much closer to the Garland attack than anyone realized. After the trial, you discovered that the government knew a lot more about the Garland attack than they had let on. That's right. Anderson Cooper is a CIA agent, by the way. So is Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity was literally wearing an FBI pin on the air the other day. Like, they just, they're not even, they don't even give a shit anymore. It's insane. Yeah. After the trial, we found out that they had had an undercover agent who had been texting with Simpson less than three weeks before the attack to him tear up Texas, which to me was an encouragement to Simpson. The man he's talking about was a special agent of the FBI, mm -hmm. working undercover, posing as an Islamic radical. You want to talk about defund the police? Man. So they're doing that to Islamic radicals. What are they doing to American citizens? Uh-huh. That should really worry you. In a moment of uncharacteristic honesty, a former FBI assistant director called Frank Figaluzzi explained the other day on MSNBC, the goal is to round up people who dissent against the regime and throw them into solitary, and that's including members of Congress. Watch that's this. Me. What have we learned from our experience with international terrorism? In order to address that problem, arresting low-level operatives is merely a speed bump, not a roadblock. In order to really tackle terrorism, and this time domestically, you've got to attack and dismantle the, the, the command and control element of a terrorist group. That may mean people sitting in Congress right now. Oh, so even Congress... Jesus Christ, America, you've been... F Dude, you're under attack. 
It's not hypothetical anymore. Look, a Biden administration asks Americans to report potentially radicalized friends and family. Snitch on your friends and family. And somebody had the brilliant idea. Uh, good. Flood those lines with fucking Antifa left-wing people, cops, fucking, you know, uh, elected officials that are, you know, their staff. Just, all right, all right, you want tips? I'll give you some fucking tips. And then we just go in there and just nonstop all day long. Like, we'll make this, we'll render this useless by, like, there's too many, there's too much shit coming in. You know, but that's that's their plan. All right. Just pivot towards the, the war on terror at home. That's what they're about to do. Uh, U.S. lays out plan to confront white supremacist violence. He's like, this is all happening very quickly. Have you noticed? And again, they laid this out. This is what was going to happen. Um, you know, that, that 4chan post, whoever it was, whoever leaked this, I, it's fairly accurate. Um, that's what I expect. As soon as I read it, my gut sank. I was like, fuck, that is what is going to happen, isn't it? And yeah, here we are. No, trust the plan. You're watching a movie. God wins. You guys are, listen to me. For the love of God, you're being carried down a road of nothing in, into your own destruction. They're, they're, they're lulling you in. It's the Pied Piper strategy. You don't know the story of the Pied Piper? Let me tell you the story of the Pied Piper in Germany. It's a legend, actually. So much so that you're not even allowed to play flutes on the street of this town in Germany ever again. Ever again. There was a piper who they hired. You know, this is a, it's a story. It's folklore. They hire this guy, and he's got some kind of magic flute or something. He's got some kind of method of getting rid of rats. And he gets rid of all that. And they're like, yeah, we'll pay all this money to get rid of the rats. So he does it, and he gets rid of them all. Gets rid of all the rats. And then the town says, ah, we're not going to pay you. Fuck you. Fuck you. We're not paying you. He's like, but I, I did what you asked. Like, now nah, we're not fucking doing it. So he goes, okay, I'll be back. I'm going to get you motherfuckers, right? And what the Pied Piper does is when all the adults are in church for the day, they're all in church and the, the children are out, you know, left basically unattended. He comes into town and he's like, come with me, children. Look at this. And he's got this lovely, you know, isn't this very entertaining? Isn't this very amusing? Follow me. Oh, isn't this fun? And he leads them off somewhere and the children are never seen again. He kills them as revenge. You know, they followed this, they followed the siren song, essentially, or it's similar to the mermaid legend story. You know, I just couldn't look away. I just had to follow this because it's what I liked. It made me feel good. I liked it. Of course it makes you feel good. I'm a digital soldier. I'm a, oh, I bet they made you feel that way, didn't they? I bet they did. It's on purpose. They want you to feel important. They want you to feel included. Like, you know, something secret. You're important. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're part of something for sure. And they're leading you to your destruction. Okay? That no, no, nothing is ever done this way in real life. You, you, you don't overthrow. And these are the same people that believe, like, there's the deep state cabal that controls the world. Yeah, but they're just powerless to stop anonymous letter, you know, anonymous internet posting by a letter of the alphabet who you don't even know who the fuck it is. Who's too cowardly to even show. You know? And now you're going to fucking pay for it. You played right into it. You did four years of trust the plan. You did nothing as Trump betrayed you. Now he's selling everybody vaccines, right? The best vaccines, amazing vaccines. Well, how's Julian Assange doing? He's in jail forever. How's Ashley Babbitt doing? Oh, she's dead, actually. <laughs> how's Seth Rich? Dead. How's the guy investigating Seth Rich's murder? Also dead. How's that family? Destitute. You know what I mean? The system is eating these people up, and Trump is not your fucking guy. He never was. He's not on your side. He doesn't give a shit. Okay, and and you're following this myth, this idol, this figure, uh, instead of doing what you should be doing, being strong, men especially. I don't even need to speak to the women because the women haven't been really that fucked with. Most of them are still like, 
yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. It's the men that are like, I'm actually pretty scared. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You bitch, man. Like you're literally the, the existence, the, the, the survival of your civilization depends on you giving a shit and getting involved. And you're like, oh, but the fucking Leafs and the Habs are on, boys. Holy fuck. Or in America, you know, football or something, right? But it's not everybody. It's not everybody. They're not all, they're not all, here, you ready? Here, it's white bill time. <laughs> okay. It's not everybody. You didn't get the memo? Did you see the memo about this? Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Yeah. Didn't you get that memo? Yes. Yes, I got the memo. I have the memo. And, uh... I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. Okay? Yeah, no, I, I, right, I have the memo. I've got it. <laughs> it's a great movie. Go watch it. It's amazing. Jennifer Aniston in her prime is in it. If that's not enough in it, I don't know. I don't know what else you need. I don't know what else you need. Lumberg fucker. <laughs> anyway, right? It's not everybody. There's a lot of us, man, and it's not just it's not all you gotta you gotta have faith that uh you know, they want you to believe this. And I'm, you know, I fall for it. I don't, I don't want to say I fall for it, but it affects me. I'm just a guy. It's tempting and it's easy. It's one of those things where it's like when you give into it, you know, you're, you're being weak. And as you're doing it and as it's happening, you're like, oh, like it feels shitty. You know, it feels shitty uh, to give in to, some, to give in to like the weakness, to the, to the black, to the hopelessness of it and the depression of it. You know what I mean? That fucking pointless, like, I should just give up and fucking, we all feel like that sometimes, right? It, it happens. Um, the important thing is that you don't let it consume you and that you get up the next fucking day and then you shake it off and you keep going. You keep going. Whatever you got to do to do it, whatever you need to, you know, whatever you need to read, listen to, whatever the fuck it is. If it's this stream, if it's a book, if it's a fucking gravestone you go visit, I don't care what it is, but go do it because it's, uh, they want you to believe that you're alone and it's hopeless and there's no chance. And if that was true... If that were true, there would be no need for this. There would be no need for the overwhelming, pervasive, every angle propaganda attack from the media to music to TV to movies, academia, the government, everywhere you go, everywhere you go. Everywhere, like a fucking incessant, like, you know, that wouldn't be necessary if they weren't going for it because they're like, we're on, it's on now. This is fucking war, man. They're taking people. They're going for it. They're trying hard. They're fighting now, like. And if it's got to get physical, then I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, if this was, if it was, if they didn't need to, if it wasn't necessary, if it was all wrapped up with a tight bow on it, why would you even need to censor people? It'd be like, it's no point. Like it's over, man. Like you're, <sighs> they go, th they go through all this on, you know, all this effort. Uh, let's see. Let me miss a couple of these. Uh, Lone Star. Koala Island rabbi is back. How are you, sir? How you doing? Victoria is putting the people into lockdown to blackmail the feds for funds to build a giant quarantine facility. It's not a joke anymore. The consequences for noncompliance is no joke. They've moved on to threats, right? They've moved on from the four stages of manipulation. CRJ, holy fuck, man. <laughs> Thanks, man, brother. I appreciate it. You're fucking, you guys... I, I love you guys, man. An angry national treasure. He correct. Yes, I am. I am the I am Canada's angriest man. I am fucking taking that mantle. If there's somebody in this country, there's apparently a guy Derek was talking to. We're going to do a stream with him. He's got a big TikTok following, I guess, the angry Canadian or something like that. And then Derek was I haven't spoken to the guy. I don't know any of his work or whatever. But he said, Derek, he's like, well, I, I'm only moderately angry compared to that guy. I'm mildly angry. I am the fucking angriest guy in this country. If there's someone worse, maybe Gary Schill may maybe. I mean, he's real. He's close. 
know. If there's somebody worse, show me him so I can outrage that man. You know, they don't exist. I'm as fucking, I'm as, this is as far as it goes, okay? I'm the top of the pile. Who's the most, uh, who's the most angry? Uh, no, it's not Ryan Long. It's not fucking Peter Mansbridge. It's not fucking, <laughs> you know. You're looking at him. This is it. This is the top of the fucking fury pile. Reverend Chad says never surrender. Nope. Can't have it. It can't be done. That's another thing. Once you commit to this, this, this mindset of like, I have to, I have to fight this. I have to do whatever I got to do to, to, to say this isn't okay. I got, you know, you're, you're, you're adopting, you're going to don the sheepdog clothing. You can't take it off. It's forever. You know, once you, once you know it, you, you understand the field and you see where you stand, everyone else stands and you accept that and you embrace that. Like, this is me. This is who I am. How can you shirk your responsibility? How can you look at those people that are depending on you, even if they criticize you and, you know, like they need you to, to, to protect them. That's your role. That's what you're for. That's what you were made for. That's why you think this way and feel this way and act this way, because that's your purpose in life. Do you understand? You're the people that speak truth to power and say this is not fucking okay. Because if it wasn't for all these people, this, this would have been over thousands of years ago. This struggle has been going on forever. Predatory scumbags trying to take advantage of the, the, the herd of people. And then the others that are the checks and balance that keep it, keep it from fucking going completely off a cliff. So, I mean, what are you going to deny your fucking DNA? You're going to deny your existence? What are you gonna, oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to pack it in? I'm just going to go live in a cabin and eat onions. Like, really? You'll die inside. You know, you need this. This is, you know, I don't know if I'm talking to myself or someone else, but I mean, I, I can't do it, man. So yeah, never surrender. It's literally not an option. I can't do it. I, it's like, just don't breathe ever again. Well, I can hold my breath for a couple minutes, but after that, I'm really going <laughs> to. Kaiva says to infinity and beyond. No kidding. Pumpkin says Tommy Lee told a story in his book about how crew built this groupie. Oh, Jesus. Built this groupie a helmet out of cold cuts. Oh, I can't read this. The Motley, Motley crew. Read the book. The dirt is the movie is fantastic. It's fan fucking tastic. If you like Motley Crue, if you're if you're just a fan of '80s rock music, and you know, you know, what I mean, it's great. For, but the book is insane. <laughs> you know, well done. The guys did a great job acting. The guy that did does the Ozzy Osbourne character in it is like, whoa. He does a. It's it's uncanny. I'm like, that is Ozzy Osbourne in 1984. That is un, that is indistinguishable from the real guy. Amazing. Qual Island Railway says, how redacted is it, Philip? Mildly redacted, somewhat redacted, morbidly, morbidly redacted. Entire page is the color black. Is I think that's what I said, wasn't it, on that stream? You remember that one? Dude, that was literally like two years ago. When was the Danforth shooting? That's what I said. How? Philip, how redacted? Blacked out, blacked out, blacked out. They did that with the Danforth shooting too. How redacted is it? entirely completely the government of this country that you're we're that we're paying to protect us from these people refuses to tell you the truth why who are they protecting who do they work for they don't work for you they don't work for you i mean you got they, they can do whatever they want to me and everybody else but it's like man you, you're the one that got it you, you got to answer for this are you that sure are you that committed are you that positive that when this is over this fucking experience and your mortal coil has ended that's it there's no, there's no answering to anybody. There's no like scorecard that's being kept. There's nothing. It just ends. You just go on the ground, black the end. Are you sure? Are you really sure? 
I don't know. That that's uh, uh, good luck to you. Uh, anyway, Lone Star Texan says hashtag defund the FBI. Right. Anyway, you guys know who Roger Waters is? Pink Floyd, Ring a Bell. Check this fucking shit out. This fucking legend. The old school guys. That's who you looked at. That was the reason I play this old music. These old because they were fucking men. They were the fucking. That's what. You know that big dick energy. Pink Floyd. Roger Waters, Mark Zuckerberg wanted to use their their music for fucking ads, and he says, "Fuck off, you little prick! Fuck off!" Following a request to use iconic Pink Floyd song for ad, songwriter warns of big tech's insidious movement to take over absolutely everything. Pink Floyd songwriter Roger Waters slammed Zuckerberg during a press conference recently, announcing that the Facebook owner had offered a huge amount of money to use the iconic song "Another Brick in the Wall" Part Two in an advertisement for Instagram. For Instagram, for these social media platforms are the instrument of our censorship and having our tongues cut out and the iconic another brick in the wall, which is about fighting against authoritarianism. That's what the whole fucking album is about. Dark side of the moon. Was that the one? How can you have any pudding if you haven't eaten your meat? And they have the audacity to ask this guy, hey, can we use your anti-authoritarian song to promote authoritarianism? We'll give you a fucking $10 million. And he goes, fuck you. That is fucking awesome. Waters described the development of Zuckerberg's insidious movement to take over absolutely everything. Is there a, here we go. This is probably better. It's in English. This, this is something that I actually. Check this shit out put in my folder when I came out here today. You have no idea what Free it is. Julian Assange behind him like are you fucking kidding me? Pink Floyd! Oh! Oh, I need looser pants. My dick's gonna fucking burst through it. Yeah, it's because it arrived uh, on the internet to me this morning. It's a request for the rights to use my song Another Brick in the Wall 2 uh, in the making of a film to promote Instagram. So it's a missive. I mean, Pink Floyd, this guy's a world famous. I mean, are you kidding me? And he's out here being like, get Julian Assange out of fucking jail. This is a guy that does care. What I say earlier about people like, oh, you care so much, do something about it. This guy's putting his money where his mouth is, his reputation. He's probably giving these people a ton of fucking money to get this guy out of jail. He doesn't have to do anything. He's fucking Roger Waters, dude. He could buy an island and just sit there and be drunk with prostitutes all day forever. And this is what he does with his time instead. I wish I had 30 hats to take off. It's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg to me, right? Arrived this morning with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money. And the answer is, fuck you. No <laughs> fucking way. Make me Marky. And I, I only mentioned that because this is an, an insidious, it's the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything you know so those of us who do have any power and i do have a little bit uh, yeah. in terms of the control of the public and he does what he can with it good for him anyway. man so god bless i will guy. not be a party to this bullshit Fuck yeah. we want to thank you for considering this i can't project. salute hard enough we feel that the core sentiment of this song is still so prevalent and necessary today which speaks to how timeless a work is true. Yeah. And yet... Raindog says he must have been high thinking he'd go for that. The, the, I mean, the, like, do you even know who this guy is? You're like, just give him 10 million bucks. Like, oh. Like, you think you can buy everybody, don't you? These people think you can buy... Just give him some money. Like, um, we're not all sluts. We're not all going to sell out from... We're not, not everybody is Joe Rogan, okay? Not everybody is going to just bend over for that big dick money. 
some people believe in things and some people care about things more than themselves. And, and, and you know, you, you can't buy everybody, you son of a bitch. Put on more sunscreen, you fucking loser. <laughs> they, want to, they want to subjoin it. They want to use it to make Facebook and Instagram even bigger and more powerful than it already is so that it can continue to censor all of us in yes. this room and prevent this story about... Julian Assange getting out to the general public, so the general public... I, I don't public know if it was 10 million. I'm just throwing a number out there. I have no idea what it was. It may have been substantially more than that. I don't know. what What is that song worth? I have no idea. Zuckerberg's worth billions of dollars. Who knows what the fucking money was? But it was... I believe When he says it was a substantial amount, I believe him. Could go, what? What? No. No more. Not a mass. Zuckerberg features no mass. on a new rock and roll show. I've got him sitting... Oh, no, I shouldn't tell you. But, but but he does. But you think, how did this little prick started <laughs> off by saying, she's pretty, we'll give her a four out of five. She's ugly, we'll give her a one. How the Hot or not, right? Is that what he's talking about? Yes, dude. I fucking love this guy. I want to go buy Pink Floyd songs right now. Did he get a, any power in anything? And yet here he is, one of the most powerful idiots in the world. <laughs> Amazing. Good man. Uh, fuck off, says Pink Floyd's Roger Waters to Zuckerberg, and he's not the only one, man. I mean, there's there's big time, there's some serious fucking people that are like, we're not we're not fucking doing this. Uh, check this shit out. You you guys heard of Oasis? Remember them? Wonderwall, you know? Remember Oasis? Pretty good band. Noel Gallagher. Here's what he check this shit out. Come on, load the thing. Just look at my ugly face until it. Stare deeply into my. <laughs> Come on! What's Former it? Oasis icon Noel Gallagher says that the combination between woke culture and COVID lockdowns means that young people. Billy Gary says Billy Brick must be smiling right now. Billy Bob the Bigot Brick is building it back better after he busted his way out of that bastardized build builded wall of bricks. Billy Bob the Bigot Brick is the rebel brick that will never build it back better. People today will have less freedom than previous generations for the first time in modern history. The High Flying Birds frontman made the comments during a- If you needed another band to buy all their music, Oasis is, is again, I couldn't, a great band, I love them. I've learned to play some of their songs. Recent appearance on Absolute Radio. My kids' generation, I think this is actually the first generation that are gonna have less than their parents. You, when we all grew up, we had more- If you guys didn't ruin your pants already, you're about to, I'm just warning you. Then our parents have more freedom, we have more opportunity, a better lifestyle. My children now will have less freedom because of this ridiculous woke culture and the internet, and they'll have less opportunity uh, because of the, you know, the, the economy's crashed, and they'll have less places to go because of the COVID thing, which I don't think will ever really truly go away. And I feel like that's that's Noel Gallagher. Noel fucking Gallagher from Oasis is saying the same shit that I say every day. Like we're we're not crazy, right? Well, you're all bunch of tinfoil hat. Nah, bitch. No, no. There's a fucking lot of us, and there's a lot of very successful, intelligent, smart people that agree with us. If you think you're gonna just ignore us like this, oh, what are they gonna do? <laughs> Keep thinking that. I feel bad for them. Gallagher made the remarks while discussing a new documentary about Oasis's legendary Nebworth gigs in the mid-90s. He made the point that because of the utter state of the music industry and the barren smartphone-obsessed zombie consumers, there'll never be another cultural moment like it ever again. It's a real snapshot of a, of a, of a long-gone era of, uh, you know, there's 
quarter of a million people, not a single mobile phone, Think yeah. of it. no internet, in the moment with the band. You know, he's no- saying the same shit, man. And I'm not saying like I'm a genius. I'm just saying like, good. He's a good guy. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's Noel Gallagher, right? And where I said we're the last generation. Remember how it used to be, how life used to be, how what we had, and what's been taken away by these motherfuckers who are trying to take even more. It was bad enough they took as much as they did, and now they're like, yeah, we're not satisfied with most of it. Now we want all of it. All those experiences you had as a kid growing up, like that's all your children won't get that. No, no, that's all over for them. We're not going to have that. If that doesn't make you mad, I don't know. And he's going to describe like just being at a concert in the 90s. Just this this simple thing that we all took for granted so much. And I I was never at a concert in the 90s, but the early 2000s before cell phones, you know. And man, you know, that being connected with that many people in a moment in time and you know, it's just a it's a thing that's been taken away. Nobody just goes and watches a concert anymore. They watch it through their phone. Like, Duh! that always blew my mind. Like, you watch your phone for shit that you can't see in person. And then when you're there in person, you're watching it through your phone. So they can upload it later for, you know, likes and shit. It's, anyway. Mobile phone. Yeah. No internet. In the moment with the band. You know, nobody's doing this. Yeah. Uh, everybody's singing at the top of their lungs. And uh, yeah. it's a very young crowd. And it's uh, you kind of you kind of think, wow, the nineties. Gallagher routinely uses his platform right. to challenge politically correct orthodoxy. In 2017, he blasted the British government for pandering to concerns about Islamophobia while failing to stop Islamic terrorism. And there's like bombers roaming free around the fucking city, and our government, and the government before them, and the next fucking government after this one, will be powerless to stop it because of some fucking hippie ideal about people's religious beliefs. Fuck those cunts is what I say. Fuck yes! also recently slammed Prince Harry as a quote, typical fucking woke snowflake <laughs> fucking arsehole who shouldn't be dissing his own family. Fuck Last year yeah. he also skewered the utter stupidity of arbitrary mask mandates. The whole thing is bollocks. You know, you're supposed to wear them in selfridges, yet you can fucking go down the pub and be surrounded by every fucking cunt, do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, well actually, we don't have the virus in the pubs, but they have it in yeah. Selfridges. All right. right. Like I was going up to Manchester the other week and fucking some guy's going, can you put your mask on, on the train? And I was like, uh, and they said, because uh, the transport police are get on, they'll find you a thousand pounds, but you don't have to put it on if you're eating. So I was saying, all right, so this killer virus that's sweeping through the train is going to come and attack me, but it's going to see me having a sandwich and go, leave him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I get what you're saying, but what's happening? You love to see it. Gallagher's routinely based comments illustrate why the music industry is now completely transfixed, with churning out culturally compliant NPCs who never that. speak out and always parrot and amplify the established. A field of circulonians, as far as the eye can see, from left to right, from coast to coast, from the horizon to the trees. A lesser man and lesser people would be afraid to be here now. But all I see from coast to coast, from forest to the trees, is a target-rich environment. (laughs) That's my poem for the night. Establishment narrative. These days, artists are only allowed to build huge platforms if they're, quote, unproblematic. In other words, unthinking drones who have sold their soul to the machine. Vacuous automatons who have allowed the system to weaponize their fame in the pursuit of mass brainwashing programs 
and social engineering. Noel specifically called out handbag-carrying talentless twat Harry Styles as a perfect example of this. The music industry doesn't like mavericks. Yeah. You know, the reason why there are no bands now is because in the 90s, Oasis and Primal Scream and Blur and Pulp and all those... We were the mainstream... And what the music industry doesn't like the mainstream we grew up on being a load of fellas on drugs <laughs> drunk half the time on not a giving a fuck <laughs> like, they don't like that they like people like Harry Styles yeah who they say wear this dress and shut it <laughs> wear this sing that and go on this again goes to show that celebs Big who dick, dare to Gallagher. authentic opinions can only do so because they've already achieved their fame and success in yeah. previous decades. You can't cancel Noel Gallagher, you can't cancel Morrissey, because they're rich and they're legends. And they'll always maintain a hardcore loyal fan base who won't throw them under a bus at the behest of the baying mob. Boom, Paul Watson, he's amazing, I love it. I'm gonna re uh, I got one thing I wanna pull up here before I go into something else. Remember I was saying the other night about being angry, like hating things, right? It's just, it's, hate is like a, it's an emotion of like extreme, extreme like a commitment. All right, you can be angry at something, but then change your mind in the morning. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I, I overreacted. But there's some things that are like, no, no, I don't like it today. I don't like it tomorrow. I don't like it ever. I hate that thing. Like pedophiles. There is no fucking scenario where I'm ever going to accept that. I don't like it today. I don't like it tomorrow. I don't like it ever. Thieves, murderers, liars, you know? I hate them. I don't I, Commies, you know? Subverters, people that mean to do you harm and extract the fucking hard work and, and everything you that you are to enrich themselves at your expense. I fucking hate those people. That is not a temporary fleeting thing. This isn't something I'm just upset about today or tomorrow or this week. Like, oh, I hate the Montreal Canadiens. That's not real. It's a hockey team. It doesn't matter. Oh, I don't hate fucking, you know, but, you know. And and look at this. This is from uh, John Chris Chrysostom. Somebody put this on Telegram. Like, that's amazing. 349 to 407, Archbishop of Constantinople. He who is not angry, whereas he has cause to be, sins. For unreasonable patience is the hotbed of many vices. It fosters negligence and incites not only the wicked, but the good to do wrong. You understand? Seeing horrible shit happen and then not feeling like, oh, I'm not angry about that. That is a, that's a failure. You failed. Okay. And you need to correct that. That's, that's right. And, that, and then they want to make that basically illegal. You know, isn't that insane? Uh, one to destroy, destroy. Is, am I reading that right? Mike Wolf, how are you doing, brother? I hope you said, love you, brother. Right back at you, dude. I hope you're doing well. Uh, you mess with me anytime, man. Um, I hope you're doing good. Are you still home? Are you still back in the uh, the old uh, the old PC fucking dairy farm of death? <laughs> you're doing good, right? Well, I'm, well, it's almost over, sir. Uh, I may try. And we didn't get interrupted. Nothing's gone down. Uh, what did you miss? China victim a lot. Basically, the best stream fucking ever, probably in history. Of, of the internet, that's all. That's all you missed. So whatever. Thank God for replays. You know what I'm saying? Um, silence is compliance. That's right. And, and and that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, look at this, man. Canada's inflation rate rises to highest level in a decade, three point six percent. It's higher than that. That's the level that they're admitting to. You think it's not? You think it's not higher than this? We're in fucking trouble. Furniture prices have risen by nearly ten percent. Cost of shelter is up by four point two percent. Furniture and appliances up four point four. It's a lot of money, man, and it's going to keep going. 
all items consumed. Transportation's up seven points. This is just for the month of May. Just the month of May? Print the money, print the money. What did I say? It's coming and it's happening and it's here right now. All right. It's not not it's not rage Adamus. It's just fucking common sense paying attention. Okay. Now uh, I got one other thing. I need I need to show you. It's important. It's important. Um before we get out of here. Just gonna make sure I don't miss anything. Uh oh, that you know. And don't let them gaslight you into thinking, uh, Alberta's COVID-19 vaccination rates tied to for- levels of formal education, formal indoctrination. People that uh, have been going to university for years and years and years are used to following orders and following commands and doing what they're told and not questioning anything that they're being said. Universities for decades have stopped teaching people how to think critically, how to be their own person, how to go out there and make themselves in the world and, uh, and you know, ask questions. And th- They don't do that anymore. They say, here's how it is. Shut the fuck up. This is how it is. Repeat after me. Sit down. White man bad. Immigration good. Mass migration good. Tolerance. Diversity is of diversity is our strength. Repeat after me. And you go, wait, well, let's talk about this. Is that true? They don't go, yes, let's discuss this. They say, you get out of my classroom. That's not university. That's indoctrination. And so it's not surprising to me that the t- formal levels of education are, are tied to levels of more vaccination. Yeah, because you people are indoctrinated. Look, see? Yeah, of course. People with no high school diploma, less, yeah, they haven't been told how to think. School is not worth your money anymore. It hasn't been for a long time, unless you're going there to be a specific thing, like a brain surgeon. I just, and the vast majority of people with degrees in this country, the educated, are not educated in any specific field. They have like liberal arts degrees and philosophy degrees and degrees. And I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm just saying, (laughs) where did it get you? Are you, are you running a desk at NASA? Probably fucking not, you know? (sighs) <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, Rogan, lockdowns extended, of course. Oh, this is the la- this is what I wanted to say. So I'm going to show you this. I'm going to talk about some stuff, and I want to play something for you that is that is. If it doesn't make you man cry, I, I don't. So I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe maybe you just uh, maybe your balls don't work. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not accusing you of anything. <laughs> But this, what did I say needs to happen? These people need to feel the heat for what they've been doing, what they've done. These people, the media, are re- directly responsible. That none of this would have been possible. They're liars and they're, and they're schemers and they're thieves. Yes, we know. But without your help in the media, without you lying for them and massaging shit for them and covering shit up for them and not asking, lying by omission and all of the shit that you fucking do that you know that you do, without you, none of this would have been possible. You're the linchpin. You're the critical pillar of this giant mountain of shit, this pyramid of lies. Without you, none of it would have been possible. So you need to feel the heat for that. You need to feel the repercussions of that. You need to feel the absolute loathing and disgust people have for you. To walk around, I work for the BBC. I work for CBC. I work for CNN. Fuck you, motherfucker. You know how many people you've killed? Do you have any idea? Do you have any appreciation? I'm not even talking about lately. Just the wars themselves. I'm still, I'm the angriest man in Canada. I wasn't kidding. I'm still over the moon, hair falling out, fucking furious over what you didn't do over 9-11. Over the questions you didn't ask for the weapons of mass destruction. All that that led to the deaths of my friends and many, many more in the years after due to suicide from all the trauma and the shit that they fucking went through. You fucking facilitated every single little bit of that. You didn't want to ask questions. You didn't want to dig. Don't want to rock the boat don't want to get anybody mad at me don't want to lose my job fuck you motherfucker (laughs) millions of people are dead 
because of you, because of your, your weakness. And the few people that do have the balls, like Julian Assange, where are they? Like Seth Rich, where are they? They're dead or they're in prison. <coughs> the, the amount of journalists that I trust, I can count on literally one hand. Okay, so you need to, this is a, I, now I'm not upset about this. I'm not mad about this. This is glorious. Check this shit out. Here's the BBC trying to walk through the streets. Nick Watt from the BBC. These leftist commies, they was, norm, we need to normalize this. We need to normalize minor attracted persons. Yeah, yeah, we need to normalize this. Hold your head down, you look at them! Just chasing them down! Where are you going, Nick? Traitor! How can it be legal to lock people in their houses? Yeah, that's right. That's right. This is your life now, Nick. This is every day you go outside forever. You happy? Was it worth your paycheck, you son of a bitch? Yeah, run away! Run away, you fucking bitch! Get him! Oh, it's not over for you. Where do you think you're going? You're gonna hide? Where are you gonna go in England? These people won't find you. Yeah, run, hide, run away. your cops you want to defund you love to see it you fucking run like the rat you are you son of a bitch fuck you and fuck cbc and fuck cnn and everybody else at bbc all the mainstream media there in australia i feel for you guys man quality and rabbis there i watch the shit that's going on there and it's insane and we are all in this together they are all in it together against us and we are all in it together against them and like i said earlier this isn't going to happen overnight. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you, you can't go out and push over a mailbox. Uh, you, you know, you can't vote a single person out of here. You can't sign a petition and fix everything. It's going to take consistent, dedicated work day after day, after week, after month, after year for potentially the rest of our lives to undo the damage. But the, we, we know that it's happening now. We're aware of it. And we're starting to just now say, no you know we're just starting to fight back a little bit at a time and if we fight them for every inch every little bit of it it's going to be you know if there is a cost you know an emotional cost a financial cost a mental cost to every inch that they try to take and even if they get it this is how you fight war this is how it's done you don't just concede ground there's a th it's called a fighting withdrawal okay if you have a defensive position and you're going to leave you're like, we, we can't win this. We, we, we got to go. Some guys stay behind literally to die just to make them pay for it, just to buy the rest of the guy's time. Like, you're not just going to leave it, but you're going to leave a handful of guys there to just fuck up the guys that are, you know what I mean? You, you're nothing's free. You get nothing for free. We'll make you bleed for every inch of this place. Every meter of this field is going to cost something. All right. You're going to pay for it. All right. That's the only way to, the only way to do this. And they've been doing it for decades. They've been fighting over every little goddamn, pick, name me an aspect of society that hasn't been, you know, fought over and toiled over now so far. All of it, man. They're in the goddamn libraries with the drag queen story, this, the mass migration, that. They're coming after guns. They're coming after the speech. They're, they're everywhere. They're in academia. They're on TV. They're in the media. They're in the government. They're in everything you can fucking imagine. On the radio station every day. Good Lord, you know. 
So if enough people go, okay, yeah, I understand. We're completely fucking surrounded. But now, now is the time to start fighting them on this shit. Don't let them get away with it. You gotta, you gotta talk back. You gotta fight back. You gotta push back and make them pay for it. Make there be a cost. Exact a little bit of juice from it. Attrition. You're not gonna win. You're not gonna win it in in a day over a single thing. But if there's a little bit of a cut and they bleed a little bit, and I'm not, I don't mean literally physically go cut people. It's a metaphor. You understand? If there's a price to be paid for every little stunt that they pull and every little... Like when they pulled down the Ryerson statue, there should have been a hundred people there that were like, you're not fucking pulling this down. Make, get, push us out of the way and pull it down. Right? You need to, we need to confront these people. You don't just pull down statues with no debate, no conversation. You're, we're just going to do it. That's our fault. That's our bad. We need to fucking be there in their face and say, no, 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 no. Nothing is free from the, the Picard, right? I love that clip. This far, no farther. They colonize entire worlds and we fall back. They attack our space, and we fall back this far. No farther. You know, you got to make them pay for every little bit of it. it nothing's free. Nothing, nothing can be free. So I want to play this for you. It's from a movie. It's a football movie. If you're not a football fan, you've probably never seen it, If you know? But it's, um, dude, that, th this mentality encapsulates entirely what I'm trying to say to you. And, uh, you know, popular media and, and, and music and stuff resonates with people. And that's why I use it, because it makes you feel a certain way. It conveys a message that just words can't do. I can't, I can't sit here. I mean, it's, you know, it's shot a certain way. and There's music and everything. It's, it's theater, right? But it, it, there's, there's, something, there's something there that, that resonates with people that you get it. Without, there's no words for it. You just nod, you look at the guy next to you and you nod and you're like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we got it. You know what I mean? So... Here we go. Frank Mack, 100%. Uh, check, this, check this out, guys. I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down to today. Either we heal as a team or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back. He's talking to all of you. Into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh, I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in a mirror. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. 
One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's gonna win that itch. And I know if I'm gonna have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now I can't make you do it. You gotta look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch with you. Hell yeah. You're gonna see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. That's a team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? Is he wrong? You feel that speech in your bones because it's true. That's life. That's the only way out. It's not instant. There's no easy way. There's no lottery ticket. One inch at a time, one fight at a time, one conversation at a time, whatever it takes. But you got to be willing to go for it. What I say, if you're willing to die for, th- are you willing to die for this? Are you going to go all the way? Does this? Does it really? Do you really care? Are you really prepared to do whatever the fuck it takes to secure? you know, your future and for your children and everybody else. Like, you're not you're not taking this for nothing. You're not getting it for free. I'm not going to just let you fucking have this. If we all do that together as a team, I mean, Jesus Christ, if they get us, there's going to be a hell of a bill to pay, you know? And I don't know if anybody's got the, anybody's even able to pay it. Merck says, I played football for 10 years of my life. I feel this speech. It's about, it's about life. It's about, you know, you can't give up. It's a grind. It's long. It's a marathon. And they've been working a long time so that the only way to beat them is to do the same thing. And we got to dig our heels in and put our helmets on and go to work and understand that this is going to take a long time. It's going to be a long, hard, this is going to be a long haul, man. But um, that's how it is, you know. 
Uh, Zodiac says, that fat cunt Barton needs some of that medicine. Yes, she does. Crisby, back this bigot, folks. Thank you for your consistent present rage mainstaying for so many irreplaceable sorts of truth. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. You're all amazing. Willie Pete Barbecue says, who's cutting onions? I don't know. It could be me. It could be somebody else. You know, every time, you know, men don't even get upset. That was man cry. Don't, don't fucking lie. You're all doing it right now. Don't fucking lie to me. You know, Anderson Palvin says, bigots unite. You know? And we're not actually bigots. That's the, that's the ironic part. You know what I mean? There's people here. Somebody's like, there's, I mean, Barricade Garage is on, is on, on our page, man. There's, a, there's Muslim kids. There's an Egyptian kid. I mean, there's tons. They're everywhere. The, Ryan Dawson's a fucking Native American. There's, it's just humanity and, and common sense and good people versus madness. That's all it is. That's all it fucking is. And if you're, if you're somebody that wants to live like a sane person, like a free person that has self-determination that is not going to be dictated to and talked down to and commanded around by a bunch of unelected rich bureaucrats and say, no, fuck you, I exist, I'm allowed to do what I want. I'm not hurting anybody. Planet's big enough for all of us. I don't know who the fuck you think you are. Then you absolutely belong here. The end, period, end of story. That's it. So that says each child we raise outside the system is an inch. Exactly. It could take 100 years. If, that, that, if that's what it takes, and that's what it takes. But that's a fight that I'm, I'm willing to embark on. Are you? I've been trying. Once you start, you can't stop. GGR says, just for that, I'm not crying. You're crying. You know? Well, I got I to gotta go cry in the shower. It is what it is. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck. I did. Oh, I said it again. But it's beer time, you know? I am a warrior. Here's to you guys for still being here. Like I said, they could never put up with this level of gaslighting and bullshit. Every single one of you guys that are still here resisting this stuff, you're tougher than you think you are. Trust me. GGR, Anderson Paladin, Willie Pete Barbecue, Mark 306, Crisby, Zodiac, uh, Mike. Thank you, man. Lone Star, hope you're doing well. Lone Star, Texas, Koala Island Rabbi, thank you so much. Pumpkin Launcher, Kaiba, Reverend Chad, CRJ, thank you, man. Lone Star, Tex. Joe Mack, Bob Obaka, short and long, evidence violates TOS. The Pastor. Phillips Disciple, Michael Carr, Derek Knight, Evidence Violates TOS, Frida, Freedom Always, thank you so much, Pickett from Ontario, Sergeant Bear, Jason James, Whatchamacallum, Evidence Violates TOS, Dirtbag Welder, Sergeant Bear, Northern Bigot, Camus Key, it is what it is, <laughs> that one's for you, Greg Jeffrey, and Bobby Lee Swagger. Thank you, sir. All the links are on Linktree, linktr.ee, linktree slash Rage and Dissident. You can find all the links to everything you want, all the social media links, the website, whatever. Ragedissident.tv, at jmax 74 on Instagram, the Telegram channel. Please join that and stay up to date with links and updates and all that kind of stuff. They can ban us from lots of things, but not everything. That's the point. T.me slash Raging Dissident is the Telegram. And uh, all the other things and places I can't quite recall. Uh, everybody on YouTube, on Trovo, on Twitch, on Facebook. I'm sorry, I just can't monitor all the chats. But uh, I'll see you later, and I love you guys all. Uh, take care of yourselves and uh, hang in there. Resistance is existence.
I'll see you on Friday for fucking make me time. Cheers. Phil, all right, I'll bite. I'll bite. He does these things where he's like, he just gives me an aside, kind of a sign, like under his breath, and I'm like, oh, what now? Like, like he expects me not to, like, almost didn't want me to hear it. I'm not allowed to play football anymore. Like, why, why? Why aren't you? Okay, I'll bite. Why aren't you allowed to play football anymore, Phil? Why, why doesn't that surprise me? No, you're not supposed to. Yes, killing people on the field is very widely regarded as, as not good. I don't... What do you mean they're souls? They're not supposed to capture souls, Phil. For the fly... I don't know who raised you or what dimension you're from. I No, not the book again. It's all here in this book. I don't want to see the book. No? Put it away. Phil? Oh, God. This isn't how things are done. Are you sure you're on the right team? Can you can you put it away? It's glowing. It glo yes. No, not like it's owned by the feds. I mean, it's physically glowing. If I put on my night vision, I'll be fucking blinded. Phil, the book is levitating now! It's levitating around the room! It's making coffee! The book is making coffee? What is this? Is this a Necronomicon? Can you wield it in? Can you bring- Okay, thank you. Fuck. Jesus Christ, when are you going on vacation? I need a break, man. I feel bad. I mean, all these people that bought these flags, flags of Diagalon at protonmail.com, email Frank and you can get one. They're now haunted. You're you're imbuing them with the souls of your destroyed enemies. The souls of the Cirques are now imbued in these that you're sewing them together, stitching them together out of their dead corpses using this book probably. So God knows that the poltergeist Ghostbusters is going to become a very viable business in the future, I think. That's what we need. Raging Ghostbusters. Hey, let's make some money, Phil. Will that work? Was this your plan all along? <laughs> See, when you wink at me like that, you know, mid-key bump, I, I get excited. I'm like, okay, I'm on to something now. All right, Phil. Okay, I'm willing to pursue this path with you. Just, you know, just leave the book alone. <laughs>